crackle of thunder after we've been away too long. Welcome back. This is episode 151 of Clash, the sibling rivalry podcast. I am your host, limping to the finish line as always, Night Hoot. And with me, as always, is... Your boy, Tiz. I would like to make a soundboard request. Yes. We should get just the part of the Thundercats intro where they go, Thunder! Thunder! (laughs) Thunder! But then cut it off right there. And... I don't know why, but that's if been I, on my mind a lot lately. I'm like, if I start doing that, like, we're going to end up with a lot of, like, Optimus Prime clips on our soundboard. Because then I'm going to start, out. like, Autobots. <laughs> like, it's going to get ridiculous. But no, yeah. I can I can work on that. I can work on that. For yeah, you. yeah. That'd be cool. Because I like that guy's voice, too. Yeah, like, yeah. It's admittedly. so, like, it's it's impactful. That's the way I would describe it. But welcome back, y'all. Bursting with content this week, so I'm not going to hold things up too long. Yeah, we got Um, that. But can I just say, can I I raise a question here at the top? Yeah, what's Uh, up? uh, Maybe, possibly, uh, could this be the biggest, uh, most intriguing reveal in modern anime history? (laughs) It's up there. I, I was trying to think of another one earlier and uh that's a good list for us to try and come up with for real for real my, like anime reveals biggest shocks <laughs> like the basement has to be up there right uh yeah that the basement was a genuine shock for me basement was crazy so yeah the basement was like i don't know like i all like anticipate all i could do was anticipate it and then yeah. when we got there i was just whoa yeah didn't exactly. expect that I would have to think of some other ones. Um, yeah, I would have to sit and but think yeah, of some other close. ones. Yeah, yeah, it's close. But yeah, I feel like uh, oh, guys... I feel like I feel like something from <laughs> something from Death Note's got to be in there, and something from um, oh, what's the other show I was just thinking of? Something from uh, Gias has got to be in there. I feel like like if I really sit down, <laughs> we yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some cra- had to be some crazy reveal in there somewhere. You need to do some research. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise two directives to the audience. Then uh, think about reveals in anime or in fiction in general. Yeah. Uh, if you want to th- go wider, we can. And uh, two, uh, we're like spiraling headfirst, uh, like like Simone style out into the galaxy of the end of the year. <laughs> uh, this is pew, right? <laughs> we're getting there quickly. Uh. We're almost to the 15th of December. I should have raised this earlier, but my brain doesn't work like that. I don't live What's on, on this 15th? human concept of time. What? What's on the 15th? Nothing. I'm just saying it's almost the 15th of December. Oh, Like, this you. month is flying by. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I should have thought of this earlier, but my brain doesn't work on this human concept of time. <laughs> uh, but if there's anything that we missed of interest this year can you guys think of anything i could probably think of some stuff we didn't talk about yeah. maybe you should send us that you it felt like about it i don't know about, about i don't know about everybody else but it felt like to me it felt like a very top heavy and end heavy year with like a lot of space in the middle well yeah because it's like the the beginning of the year of course everybody's gonna be all new year ha- happy right like yeah. everybody's like i'm gonna make this year count because of covid and Elden ring <laughs> came out just saying yeah, that too. And then at the end of the year, it, it's always a rush to like be like the end of the year. Yeah. I feel like that's a 
that's a time-based problem definitely um, that we generate for ourselves this uh, is how things fall but yeah so i was thinking reflectively in you know content what if we what did we say we were gonna do and we didn't i can't remember that i'd have to go I back have no and idea yeah it'll come to me in brief flashes <laughs> and then i'll like like a fever dream and i'll forget to write it down um but my i'm memory. gonna do my best my memory doesn't work like that my memory is very compartment compartmentalized <laughs> i was gonna say uh your, your memory is very ram based it's very like yeah. temporary and Absolutely. if you're not accessing it it's gone it's in hard it's in cold storage i gotta like it's gonna take me like another year to to get it out of there to yeah. spin up the hard drives you gotta uncompress it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's oh rough God. uh so yeah i'll think of some things i'm sure because uh, i was already thinking like there's a bunch of anime that i just left just walked away from it it'd be like that sometimes <laughs> like an adhd kid just yeah. dropped it and walked away um because <laughs> uh Kay and i we were talking about that like things we you're like what's what about that show why we why did we give up on that show <laughs> orient and then we <laughs> couldn't remember <laughs> <laughs> black clover <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I can I can give you a million reasons. Sava Kui Disco. Oh, oh no, no! <laughs> I'm just throwing stuff out. This is, this is choking y'all. Get some water. I need some water. Um, yeah, go take a big step. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Tokyo like Avengers. <laughs> oh my god! You have all yeah, the evidence rough. right here right. in the dock. That's that's the only. You just made yeah, it easy weird. for me. He's just. It, this is just being rude. Now. Delete your evidence from the dock. <laughs> no, that's how I keep back. <laughs> Never. The doc is king. All right, but y'all, you got you got the orders there. You know, don't forget it. things we were things we want to remember. That's your first thing, and then the other thing is is anime. Surprising things in anime because that's what we're gonna be talking about at the end oh, of this yeah. episode. Oh, so yeah. getting into it, let's get into this because, like I said, we're full of content. Mm-hmm. Tis, get to it. What'd you do this week? So my week weeks, wasn't too crazy. Um, one thing though, I am pretty proud of. Uh, we talked about a game called Marvel Snap. Uh, slight spoiler: Marvel Snap won Mobile Game of the Year. Shout out to you, Marvel Snap. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm shouting out Marvel Snap like that. Um, but I made it my goal before the end of the last season because I, one, I didn't know how like the the season resets work, and like I, basically I was going for one of the cosmetics, so. I don't know if you remember, but in the last seasonal like rank up path, there was like a Black Panther icon. Mm-hmm. You you remember seeing that? I think so. So I really wanted that Black Panther icon because like I didn't Uh-oh. I I had the Abomination icon on, and I didn't feel like any other of the icons were like calling out to me. Neither was the Abomination one really, and so I was like, I need Dude, a better I just icon. Kept the shadow. I like opened oh, really? it. And I looked and I went. Oh no, I'm keeping. I'll I'm just good keep with the this. Shadow face yeah. until a better one. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The Gamora one, fire, but it wasn't <laughs> quite there for me. The Spider-Man one that I missed, the Miles Morales one, fire. I'm so mad oh. I missed it. Otherwise, that would be mine. So I really wanted this Black Panther one, and you had to get to rank 30, which is gold for Black Panther. And I was like, when I tell you, I was hard stuck in silver for like three weeks. <laughs> Like, I cruised all the way up to, like, rank 20. Like, easy, no problem. Got to 20. Like, hit a hard wall. Like, just a hard wall. I would lose, like, five (laughs) games in a row, win two. Lose, like, three games in a row, win five. Lose, like, ten games in a row, win five again. Like, I was just stuck. 
my nightmare. Yeah, it was it was rough. Um, and so I, I think what that taught me about Marvel Snap is like half of the strategy, at least when you're climbing ranks, is to know when to snap and when to retreat. Like retreat, mm-hmm. retreating became so important. Like maybe the most important mechanic in the game, because it was just a matter of like can I understand that I'm losing like from the start when this thing still says one at the top <laughs> and like, I'm going to just retreat now. I'm going to lose one. It doesn't matter because I won like two or maybe I won four in the last match. Right. So my uh-huh. whole strategy became just a thing of like, all right, I'm going to retreat now while I have one. Hopefully I win the next match with two or four or, or more than one, anything more than one. And that was, I basically just did that and like slowly, slowly crawled. Um, wow. Not even thinking at that level. It was no, it gets <laughs> insane when you hit twenty. Like it doesn't make sense how much the 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 I guess oh, skill of twenty two but I'm still bronze, I think. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty wait, twenty No, you should be silver, I think, when you hit twenty. I might be. I yeah. might be. I just remember being bronze for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um what else was I about to say about Snap? Oh, I was switching I'm decks sorry, up. No, nah, you're good. I was switching decks up a bunch, like trying to find a deck that worked. Like I was looking decks up online, and mad ironically, oh the God. deck that I ended up getting me to gold was like the. I changed it a little bit, but it was actually the standard Hulk deck that you start with. Um, uh-huh, and uh-huh. like I swapped. It's pretty. It's pretty strong. It's pretty it's good. Pretty yeah, and it's like it's simple. Like lie. I I understood how to play it. Like, um. It was like, okay, I just got to win up until I get Hulk, and then I just got to pick where to put Hulk. And it's like, it's not too much strategy behind it. It's not too complicated, but um, it got me there. Yeah, there's so a, a long period where it's just like, we both know we're going to put Hulk down. But yeah. Where are you going to put Hulk? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's always that stalemate. And sometimes when you get in that stalemate, you got to retreat. You just got to retreat. Like, you just got to assess the board. You have, like, it says two up top. He snapped. If it goes one more turn, it's going to jump up to eight or whatever. So do I just retreat now? And a couple of times I had to just retreat on those. I had to just leave, quit while I was ahead. Um, but then once I hit gold, like, I, it's funny because, like, now I lost all of my motivation to play Marvel's <laughs> So I got to find another new goal in the game before I start playing. Uh, my motivation is mostly art, mm-hmm. I think. Like, I like the variation cards. on the cards. Yeah. Cause like I, I don't use my uh, what's his name, Cyclops card. Oh okay. But I will use him for his pixel like retro version. Yeah. Variant. <laughs> I was about to say, have you spent any of so, your gold bars on any new variants? I have not. Okay. Because I haven't seen any that I've wanted yet. That like pop out um, to you. But yeah. that's just me. Yeah. I will. I've been waiting. Uh. Who is it? There is a very specific card that I'm like ready to upgrade, mm-hmm. but I have not seen it in the store to yeah. upgrade. So, but I can't remember who it is right now. Okay, I think my um. Do you have a favorite card? Uh, that's probably the card I'm forgetting. I just haven't okay. played Snap in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um. Even <laughs> though even though I made a lot of the climb with the Hulk deck, I was also using this other deck, and I think this is probably my favorite card now. It's the um. Is it? I think it's Devil Sword or Devil Dinosaur. I think that's what it's called. Devil Dinosaur, not Devil Sword. Devil Sword is Monster Hunter. Him. Um, what'd you say? That made me want to look him up because I'm like, what is up? Who with is this? this? Yeah, he's just a random T Rex. <laughs> I'm like, why is it just a dinosaur? <laughs> yeah, like, is this a human that turns into a is dinosaur? He possessed? Is yeah. it a dinosaur that's possessed by a demon? By like, the devil. what? 
But I kind of like that about Snap. I'm not gonna lie, because they put me onto characters, and then the art be cool. So like, it makes like they make like I'm not gonna shade Ant Man because there's a lot of Ant Man fans. But they make like <laughs> they make certain they heroes do not come for my boy. Yeah, because yeah, that yeah. was literally the the only Avatar I w- w- like. When I got him, I was like, now nah, I will pick an Avatar. I like this one because he is yeah. a respectable character. Yeah. So I'm not. Um, I'm gonna put all the respect on Ant Man. I'm not gonna say what I was just gonna say. But other some other t- hero that like you might not have heard of or someone might not have heard of, like the art will be cool and then it'll make me want to look him up and then I'll have like this cool perception of this hero in my head that I've never heard of. You get what I'm saying? Because like it's exactly. like my first impression in a way. Um, but yeah, so uh, that that was a fun little grind, fun little accomplishment um, in Mar- Marvel Snap. Um, and then next up, the only other thing I'll talk about uh, real quick is I played the Forspoken demo. So they actually, I think, announced it at the Game Awards. They were like, hey, here's a new trailer and also the demo is available now. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm actually pretty interested in this game. Um, the demo is not long at all. It's probably like 30 minutes, but they kind of just they give you like a quick startup tutorial on the combat and stuff. And then they drop you in the world and give you like five open world objectives to go do. Um, okay. And so what do I want to say about this game? So firstly, a good thing, the combat is very, very fun. I think, I don't know what studio exactly is doing this, but I've noticed recently with a lot of Square Enix games, like the combat has been very satisfying. Like whether it's Final, I think it probably started for me with FF15, like that I really started paying attention. Like FF15, the combat's really fun. Uh, FF7, Mm -hmm. the combat's really fun. Um, I haven't played it yet, but I heard the Crisis Core remake, the combat's pretty fun. Um, and now this game, also another Square game, has it's like very intuitive, very fluid. So it's like it's all like magic based and like and like I don't know. It's all to me. It it comes off like they they want you to feel like a power fantasy. Like you kind of feel like the the Avatar or something leaping through the air, tossing elements around, um, <laughs> which feels really cool because there's almost no like there's no resource management to it. So there's no like magic bar. There's only cooldowns on certain abilities. Um, right. So you have like your main ability. All your abilities are mapped to R2 and L2 and R1 and L1. Um, and so R2 is like your main attack, which you can switch out between like four other attacks. So you have like you shoot big rocks. You have a thing where you shoot like a machine gun of rocks. And then you have like a flame sword that has a couple of different configurations. So you have one that's just like a basic flame sword. You have one that turns into a javelin that you throw and then it explodes into like a spear of multiple javelin javelins. And then you also have like a fist, like you turn into like fire fists and like you just like kung fu mm-hmm. people up. Um, and then on the L2 is like all of your support and and I guess bigger, bigger hitting moves. So like you have like you can put like a heel to on it. You can put like a like a you can put like a circle of fire around you like a cage of fire to trap enemies in wherever you're fighting them or like to create a barricade that they can't pass um and just different stuff like that and then you have an ultimate that you charge up through fighting which you press r1 and l1 i think at the same time and it unleashes this big ultimate move that you can customize and swap out and so like the whole flow of combat is like you have this they call it magic parkour and you basically just hold the circle button and your character kind of will enter this mode where it like can parkour and dodge all over the place like while you're in between your attacks and stuff so it's it's pretty Mm fluid it ends up feeling pretty fluid but um basically what combat ends up looking like is you have a bunch of different enemies you can lock on or you can go free fire 
um and you're kind of always switching between like you're using your main attack and they're like elemental resistances and weaknesses so like some enemies are weak to fire some are weak to earth and you're going to switch out your main attack based on what you're fighting and so you're you're doing your main attack to build up like your um your ultimate and stuff and then you're also switching in these support and these big hitting abilities and so it'll be like you're using your main attack you hit l2 you pop off an ability and then you can switch your abilities anytime mid combat so it look it seems like you're expected to like your ability goes on cooldown then you switch to a different ability that's not on cooldown you pop that off you're still weaving in your primary attacks while you're switching abilities and then while you're doing all this you're like full, jumping in the air you're darting all over the place like it's really really cool like um and of course they got the particle effects going crazy so um big applaud to the combat uh but one negative yeah. thing about the combat oh sorry we we're gonna say something i was gonna say are the particle effects overwhelming no like i never felt to where like one thing i was worried about watching the trailers yeah i never felt while i was fighting that and they even let you fight like one boss in the at least i only found one boss in the demo and i never felt mm -hmm. like i couldn't see what the enemies were doing because of the particles okay um but it did yeah. add a lot of like impact to the to the combat i think like it made everything feel very powerful and like like the enemies were really feeling these magical explosions and whatnot um so that's all cool and they have like all this like it, it's like tweaked to feel good so they have like aim assist on the abilities and stuff so it just kind of feels like you're fluidly darting around the the battlefield which i think is a good thing um one negative is that the enemies were super bland like they're just super not interesting they're all kind of just these like weird husk zombie like things putties yeah <laughs> whenever you say like enemies are bland and not i just think of putties from yeah power rangers <laughs> like it's very just like oh these are just dudes i beat up and i don't care why i'm belt. yeah and i, I don't it, maybe it's because it's a demo but i didn't care why i was beating them up i didn't have any like they didn't feel like bad guys with a motivation. It didn't feel like they were part of any big picture. It just felt like I was in this world beating up dudes because it allowed me to lock onto them. Um, Is it like Dark Souls when you're punching those those skeletons that are just kneeling and praying and you just punch them in the back of the head? Essentially, yeah. They like will that. attack you, though, if they see you. They <laughs> oh, will turn and attack okay. you. So but, it's like the ones that get up and then scream and come try to stab you. you and miss. <laughs> but it does feel like all just like that it feels like all of the enemies are like have no chance against you at all like i never felt scared of dying like at all like whatsoever even remotely and even if i did it was so open to where i could i felt like i could just run away because like you never run out of sprint stamina really um so i don't i don't know quite how to feel about that if it if it if i'm supposed to feel a challenge or if i'm supposed to feel just like dominant the whole time um but yeah, that, that was one thing that kind of stood out to me. And then there was no story whatsoever in the demo other than like, I can tell it's going to be one of those games. And this is kind of what worries me is like, it doesn't seem like, like it's kind of like Breath of the Wild's open world where the world is empty of, aside from enemies and ruins. So there's, it doesn't seem yeah. like any population or any like living animals that you don't kill, like that aren't yeah. mutated or whatever. So I'm a little bit worried about that. Um, and it's one of those games where you're by yourself, but you have a talking inanimate object that like banters with you. So in this mm -hmm. game, it's like a talking bracelet. And he's just like, like, let's say you're jumping through the world, you blow up an enemy and he'll be like, oh, good job on the fireworks or something like that. You know what I mean? Like he'll throw out a one liner and then your character will like make some smart remark back to him or whatever. 
Um, <laughs> so I think it's going to be one of those games. Um, and then the last thing that I really want to talk about is I I really like the music, like even from like the main menu music. I I really think they did a good job with the music. It's this like it feels like like fantasy hip-hop almost like fantasy <laughs> not like not like pure rap or like pure like pure hip-hop but it's got this fantasy yeah. like obviously the main character is a black girl from new york um so it's got that kind of mm-hmm. like tone to it but it's very fantasy as well like very square enix final fantasy at cs but hip-hop ish at okay. the same time you, i think you've perfectly touched on the sentiment of the soundtrack for black adam also really there's That's a lot funny. of like yeah yep. and it's like it's like street it's like over top of that is like orchestral yeah like intense pl- uh, yeah like orchestral uh like overly composed dramatic yeah. music on yep. top of like drum kit beats. yeah <laughs> yeah no i like i like stuff like that to be honest um yeah so yeah, this game kind of has that too. But overall, I'm kind of I'm kind of in the middle. Like I doubt I'll get this game day one, but I love games with combat and and movement. So that'll probably mm-hmm. be the thing that I look forward to the most. Um, but I have a feeling the story is probably not gonna be like it. It almost feels like I want a story on the quality of Final Fantasy in this game, but it feels like a different mm-hmm. team is working on it. So we're not gonna get that. If that makes sense. Got you. Um. But yeah, that's all I can really say right now um, about that. It was pretty fun, though, overall. But that was it for my week. How was yours? I did some stuff. I did a lot of stuff, but I had trouble recalling it, which means a lot of it probably wasn't important. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I did play some games and I watched some stuff. I played Callisto Protocol, which I've been dying to play for forever because I've been missing that niche of like cosmic space horror Uh, and i have to say i did not expect (laughs) josh dumel (laughs) to be the main character of this game i didn't recognize him i guess because you Mm. don't really see the character's face that often right because you're seeing the back of his head right i didn't recognize that it was him uh in the trailers that i had been watching Mm mm-hmm um, so that was interesting, and he—I think he does a pretty good job uh, in what I've seen so far. Um, now, I have—I'm like—I would say about two to three hours into this game, probably okay. leaning on the two-hour side, mm-hmm. because uh, I'll explain why in a minute. Uh, but this game is gorgeous and clunky. And uh, <laughs> it feels super reverent of Dead Space, Dead Space, but it also has like weird. It's like it feels like this person is also a fan of Resident Evil in a way. Oh. Um, and I'll explain to you why I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, also real uh, quick question, because oh, I don't remember Dead Space as much. Dead Space, mm-hmm. didn't it have stop and pop shooting? No, it I didn't. You could move while no, you're shooting. No. Yes, I believe you could move. Okay. Not very fast, but you could move. Okay, because I, I was kind of uh, wondering, like, was that inspired by Resident Evil at all in how they approach combat? I don't Dead know Space? about that because yeah. I feel like like Dead Space leaned in on, like, the, like, shoot at the limbs, not the head. Yeah, type yeah, of for thing. sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but whereas like Resident Evil kind of leaned to like you should, could just run away. Yeah, true. <laughs> you don't have to fight this. And you can't all. really run away in Dead Space because that drone's gonna crawl over the ceiling and well, chase you, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm like they're kind of fast. In yeah, Dead Space. Usually you have to clear the room to get to what you're trying to get to. Right, right. But uh, so Callisto Protocol is starts off as like it has kind of like an alien type plot to it where you're like a cargo ship mm. um and your cargo ship is, gets like invaded while you're leaving the 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 callisto the moon mm. um and it's like you get we get invaded by uh i think her last name is nakamura i can't remember her first name but that's the asian girl from heroes mm-hmm. heroes why do i keep calling it heroes heroes <laughs> What is the show that Homelander is on? Oh, The Boys. <laughs> the Boys. Heroes. <laughs> That's the second time I've called it Heroes to someone. That's like the B-tier knockoff Jesus. following The Boys' yeah. success. So, yes, the, the, the crazy uh, Asian character on The Boys. That's Peacock's version. The... Yeah, she is uh, Nakamura in in Callisto Protocol and she like she's I'm assuming trying to get something on your ship or get to something on your ship or destroy something on your ship and you both um it's like you're being attacked by her but then something else chaotic happens and you get saved by a prison warden mm-hmm. back on the moon Callisto but it's like there's a lot of miscommunication and you end up getting arrested and um imprisoned and you're not really allowed to explain yourself or anything mm-hmm. and then you wake up to the prison under attack oh, and that's God. pretty much how the game starts yeah. and yeah it's just you wake up to like <laughs> people's heads getting ripped off outside yeah. your cell and stuff like that Jesus. and it's just complete chaos so in the very beginning you're you're literally just running around with a Scrambling. metal pipe yeah. trying to figure out what's going on and just not die yeah um, and then you swiftly run into someone um, who's trying to, like, help you, like, get to them because they're like, we can only get out if we work together. Mm-hmm. And so you're a pilot. Uh, the guy, I think, that's helping you is an engineer. And then he's like, we need to get to uh, this third person cell to save them because we need them to get out of here mm-hmm. uh, because they have some knowledge, some specific knowledge. I forget. Uh, yeah. I call that the so scavenger like, hunt phase of games. Yeah, exactly. So you're <laughs> you're kind of like bumbling around, getting to know your surroundings, and you're immediately thrown into like, hey, fight these melee things. combat. And you can't really, yeah. And it's like it it is very like intense melee yeah, in t- that like these. Go oh, ahead. sorry, I mean to interrupt. No, I was gonna say these things feel like they are drawn to you with a magnet yeah like they are just heard that, coming yeah. at your face yeah <laughs> and there's no like there's like it it has this weird combat where you're kind of locked in on one opponent there's mm-hmm. not really any targeting right mm-hmm. but the camera kind of locks you in with one opponent and then if another one tries to come in the camera kind of will swerve to whichever one is closer oh okay but you still have to be aware of the other ones because they they are still technically a part of the fight so it kind of channels you into Mm one-on-one melee fights and then i will say this is a interesting combat system i was just about to ask about that because i've heard about so it's 
in the beginning you don't have any guns or projectile weapons so it's it's literally built around you dodging and countering and melee with this pipe and so the dodging is like you can you're basically you can kind of tell when the monster is about to swing kind of like a dark souls right you they telegraph it do your little your dance right they do the wind up (laughs) and yeah and right when he's about to hit you it's not a timed so it's not a timed counter Okay. It's basically you have to either be holding the stick left or right, mm. and your c- character will automatically dodge like a he does like a whoop whoop to yeah. left or right, and you in order to keep that up you have to alternate. So okay. the game will fail the dodge if you dodge left and then try to dodge left again. Again, the game will fail you, and the the monster will either kill you or probably take most of your life. So it sounds um, like it's not a thing of you have to watch which direction the enemy's swinging. You just have to be conscious of I already did this dodge, so I got to do the other dodge now. Correct. But it'll still correct. dodge no matter what, as long as you do the right dodge. Yes, as okay. far as what I've seen, it will dodge no matter what direction They're you attacking. swing left or right first. Gotcha. But you do have to alternate, and then your you do have a block which. From what I'm noticing, you t- you do take some damage from the block, and the yeah. block is just pulling back on the stick. Okay. Um. So it's left, right, that back. Because doesn't. Nez- yeah, it's like left, right, back, and then it, the block is not always the greatest option. Right. Um, dodging is probably always the better option. Right. And um, once you dodge, uh, if you dodge appropriately, the character will kind of like the monster will back up, and then you can kind of get your swings in. But you mm-hmm. really. It really does feel kind of Dark Soulsy because you you can't just like dodge him once and then just be like smash 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 yeah. like they will counter you they will fight back and they will overpower you in some instances so it's like a trade you kind of have to be ready to move yeah and yeah. then uh when you if you fail or if you get in kind of overpowered there's kind of like an entanglement mechanism mm-hmm. where you're fighting back but if you don't do anything like if you just give up your yeah. character will just die okay. but i've noticed if i start mashing it'll like give me a prompt to was, then kind of struggle a bit and get out of the the tussle i was about to say please tell me it's not slamming the analog sticks back and forth no 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 it's <laughs> okay. like mashing triangle okay usually, <laughs> usually it's just mashing triangle to like throw them off of you thank god games then, learn um, to stop using the analog stick <laughs> so then you have so if you beat them and you get them off of you and you beat them down then you have like a stomp mechanic which is mm. like the curb most stomp. satisfying <laughs> curb stomp like a watermelon mechanic. and that's your loot that's essentially like like drop the loot gotcha like smash this thing get the loot and usually loot is just health yeah. um, most of the time are the and creatures head based like they die if you kill their head no, no. Okay. i I usually once I got a gun, so you get a is I think it's literally called a hand cannon. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, once you you reach kind of like a three D printer, yeah. and then you kind of three D print yourself some weapons, and okay. once you get that one, um, I popped heads immediately. They just keep, keep coming. coming. Jesus, you can pop their heads. You can pop. I've chopped arms off. They'll, then they'll just start swinging with the other arm. So it's just damage um, based. You really have to like. Yeah, you really have to just take them down, and gotcha. they'll, you can tell immediately when they're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's and they do have a mechanism of like if you dodge, dodge, and then hit, mm-hmm. uh, a reticle will pop up, and you mm-hmm. can just quick tap like L one and get a shot off. 
Okay. Yeah, and it's like auto targeted for you, so it's like he'll stumble back, and the reticle just hangs on them for a second, and you yeah. can just like pop, pop. Yeah. Um, and get some damage in pretty quickly if you if you don't mind wasting the ammo. Right. Um, and I what I found is that the areas are very claustrophobic. Um, and they put you in some pretty difficult situations of like having to like fight a guy throw him off you shoot another guy while the other guy's coming back because you got to fight him because he's closer but mm-hmm. you don't want that other guy to get close because you don't want to be fighting two of them at the same time mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of that uh that i appreciated um now the only parts when i say it feels clunky i say it feels clunky because like i said it feels like a lot of the time like the, the, when the when the monsters get in a certain proximity they are just magnet like drawn to you mm-hmm. so sometimes it feels like the enemies are sliding around a bit because it almost feels like they're like can't think of the right term for it but it's like they have this trajectory towards you and it's like if you move their trajectory slides so it's like they slide a little bit mm-hmm. and so it can be a little disorienting when you're having this like up close over the shoulder melee mm-hmm it's like kind of disorienting disorienting to have all that like kind of sliding around jerking around yeah but otherwise otherwise i think they did like a really great job on uh the graphics and stuff like that like everything looks really clean and like grotesque and i i personally can't play in complete silence because it it is very like open and eerie and i was just about to ask how is it from a horror standpoint like how scared it's one it's i i was scared because it's just a it's one of the it's like a you're inside of a gargantuan space prison yeah (laughs) it's not like it's not like dead space where you're on in a ship that like it was normal at one point kind of recognizes yeah yeah, because it was like a manufactured for like a specific it's like this is a prison that is like huge yeah yeah and there's crazy people in here yeah and the guards are like incredibly mean and (laughs) it's like it was hostile before the zombies broke out (laughs) exactly so um yeah it it is it's scary in that like you're like how am i gonna survive this it's not so much scary in the psychological sense right Um, right yeah i get that so far so far is it tense though like do you feel a, a tension of like I feel, uh, like, I always say when I play really good horror games, I just feel uncomfortable, like, the whole time I'm playing. Like, I feel, stre- well, like, mental stress. So, I would say so far, there's really only one place I've felt safe. And yeah. it's, like, there's the, there's this control room where, okay. like, your character, the other character is kind of directing you from. Gotcha. But, yeah, outside of there, it's, like, it feels like every other minute something you is might bursting. Die through a wall yeah. to like get to me okay yeah that's like there's intense. one scene where like yeah characters just talking and something just like shoots out of frame oh my god and tackles him through the glass <laughs> and then that whole room is just gone jesus just sucked out in the space oh my so, god yeah <laughs> there's a lot of that happening yeah it sounds intense um and so i'm trying to think so far we don't know what's happening like i don't think we know like why it's outbreaking you brought the thing here yeah Yeah. if it was on your cargo or what i'm guessing Um, you don't know why you're in prison yet either you don't have to say why if you got in prison because nakamura attacked your ship and they don't like because it happened away from the prison the prison the warden doesn't really know what happened 
Oh, like, so they it's don't like know that you're not yours. a criminal. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't, nobody really knows why you crashed back to the planet, so they're just like they just took you both in. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, and I your co-pilot now. died. Oh, your co-pilot is dead when they find you. Yeah. So it's like did you there's murder this him? dead guy, and they don't know that you murdered him. <laughs> right. Yeah, type of thing. Right. It's like right. the whole mystery is set up. Got you. Um. So yeah, I recommend it. Um. If you're interested, the only thing I have, I think it's like, I think I saw 10 hours, 10 and a half hours, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more. I could be wrong if I looked up For total time. length, total play time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'd have to get a little bit farther through it to see if there's like legitimate replayability. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I did gaming wise is that I bought a uh, retro pocket retroid pocket 3 plus gaming device which i believe runs on android and i bought it because i wanted a like dedicated handheld uh emulator essentially Mm. and i didn't want to buy a steam deck yet Uh, i do want a steam deck but i don't want to pay that much just yet for that and I'm, uh, honestly, I also was just like, I just bought a PC, so I was just yeah. like, I literally just bought a thing for PC gaming. I'm not, I can't buy another thing for PC. <laughs> I was gonna tell you when I came home, but like, I'm honestly on the fence about whether or not I want to keep my Steam Deck. Thing you made it. I still like. I still feel envious because every other video on YouTube is like how amazing the Steam Deck is. So I still yeah. think you should take more pride in your purchase. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Ta- I'm gonna take some more time not to with say it. That you have it. But I, yeah. I say that to say there might come a day where I just offer to sell you my Steam Deck for a discount. We we all know you're you're cheap old Stiltskin, but it's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't feel bad about it. Um, mm. But I I almost had I had this feeling uh, briefly while setting up this device. I was like, Jesus Christ! I don't think this is worth it. Um, <laughs> this is difficult. Uh, yeah. But all I'll say is so. Retro again, Retroid Pocket Three Plus. Uh, prior to this, like I think two months prior to this release, they had just released the three, mm-hmm. and it was not nearly as powerful as the three plus. So a lot okay. of people are are upset about that. So yeah. if you see any negativity towards this device, it's probably because the previous iteration came out two months before. Oh, um, but, got you. Dang, they released them uh, two months in. Yeah, and there's only a twenty dollar difference, oh and you're talking God. about like you basically, basically you can now play GameCube and PS2 where you couldn't, couldn't prior. Before. Dang, I'm sorry to um, y'all that bought the older version, and then the yeah. next day <laughs> they announced the newer version. That's gotta suck. And I I told Tiz about this because I actually looked at the three for a while, yeah, and then I was close. like, nah, I'll wait. Yeah. And then it was like, boom. Oh so, my gosh, it's a good because thing. I studied that. I was like, I need, I want this for GameCube yeah. most specifically. So if it doesn't play that, I kind of is pointless. Um, it's it's funny but, you say that too because I actually had a similar thought like that with the Switch because I was playing mm-hmm. well with all the having to do with all the Pokemon stuff. I was like thinking about, I was like. And I read an article that was like, yo, just get a Switch OLED now because Pro is never coming out. And I was, I was like seriously thinking about it because my, my Switch battery also sucks. Like, I get to play a game for like an hour without charging it. Um, oh, no. So I was just thinking about I was like, yo, how long? But then on the other hand, there's people who say Switch Pro is coming 2023. So I'm just like, I'm kind of there with the Switch. So I'm like, I don't know how long. It, like, do I just stick it out? I think I'm going to just stick like, it out. You should have told me because I would have just gave you a ghillie cut battery 
and give you an extra four hours. Just oh yeah, that yeah, bad yeah. Boy on. I do have one. I think I have the exact same one you have. Oh, um, I'm like yeah, that that saves mine like constantly. From it is good. Yeah. Plug it. It's just that it makes it <laughs> it makes it as heavy as the Steam Deck. <laughs> it does point. make it heavy, but like I kind of like gotten over it. I feel you. Yeah. Because I'm like for me, quick. it cuts off like my grip a little bit. Yeah. Same. <laughs> same yeah, your fingers so hit I, it. I feel you there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but no it works but, you out know, it works out it. yeah to not be plugged in yeah, yeah. it's great because i still curse the switch for like i was like why don't you put the goddamn plug in the top why did you put it in the yes bottom? yo yeah i gotta feel like i'm constantly bending the cord shout out to steam deck for putting the plug at the top too by the way uh, <laughs> nobody yeah, talks about out. that enough oh no retroids on the bottom no oh, no <laughs> take that back no i, I rarely like you rarely have this thing plugged in. Yeah, like, you probably don't have to charge like that. Three seconds. So. Yeah. And the battery's and, probably yeah, the battery really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so but sorry, I, got, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. There's like six or seven models of this thing. I got mm. the uh, multicolored one where the buttons are like red, green, and blue, and it's got the gray, uh, like original kind of Game Boy gray. Oh, question and for those who haven't. Sorry, yeah. I just keep thinking of questions. Does it run? Um, can you download games from the Android App Store from the Google Google Play Store? Yes, and like you can. play controller supported games like that. I believe so. That's awesome. It's got the built in support for its hardware. That's so awesome. Yeah. For most things, it's working like out of the box. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that mean you know what that means? Vampire Survivor. Bro, I told you. I tried to oh, download yeah, it. Did, it was yeah. like not compatible. It was like oh. not compatible. But I told you the workaround. It's Game Pass. Because right? uh, again, this $150 uh little device, yeah. uh retro gaming device can also run Xbox Game Pass. Nice. And stream from your Xbox remotely. So I can play Vampire Survivors via... without doing weird setup like you have to do on Steam Deck. I'm exactly. guessing. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. Crazy. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, I'm playing through cloud essentially. You gotta write Linux code on Steam Deck to get that Game Pass running. I'm oh. exaggerating a little bit, but it's a little bit of a hassle. <laughs> so back to what I was saying. Uh, so yeah, it's about the size. Uh, Tiz and I were doing some measuring. It's about the size of a switch light um but maybe about an inch smaller mm. um on each on each dimension i said it's about i have like an iphone 12 it's about the size of that with like maybe an extra inch on the side mm-hmm. so it's pretty small um it might be boy pocket size it's definitely not girl pocket size yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty dope. It's pretty light. It, it feels really solid. The buttons are poppy the way that I like them to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are hard plastic buttons. Um, as far as setting up the device, so there are a lot. Well, I won't say there are a lot, but there are a significant number of decent videos that explain how to set this device up mm-hmm. for emulation, if that's what you want to do. I would say I followed probably about four videos in total trying to set this up. Mm-hmm. Um, the Daiji Show, I believe it's pronounced uh, emulator front end, is primarily what I've been using to set up the device. It has a really nice like library setup, mm-hmm. and it lets you like import your ROMs uh, in a folder manner, like just straight up plug the device in, drop transfer the, the folders in. over, drag and drop. Yeah. And then Daisho like reads in the files and brings it's, in the artwork and smart enough. all the detail. Nice. And the nice part about it is 
So because of the level of uh, configuration for different emulators, and for those of you who don't know, like when you when you're playing like old games virtually, sometimes you have to configure how the graphics and stuff work to make the game run a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And so with Daiji Show, I found that it's a lot easier. So you can basically set the emulator and settings by game or by the directory okay. or by the system. Nice. So it's been really easy to like, okay, I get like three games working. Okay, that emulator probably works for all of the games. Just like save that emulator to that directory and then it just right. reads it every time. I don't have to really do much more setup. So nice. And from that point you can just add whatever new games you might want. Yeah. Like later on if you and want so, more games. Yeah, so it's uh as soon as I did that, I've basically just been dropping them in the folder and then like they've pretty much worked uh once i got the controller mapping worked out mm-hmm. so so far uh it's probably, I probably had like 15 hours of setting this up but that's also me like not having worked with roms and emulators in a while and like trying to remember how to do all that stuff yeah um but so far it's been pretty satisfying and it, it looks nice i'm happy with how everything the is coming out and, and all that. i've been yeah i've been playing the gamecube games i've played or, or, I'm sorry, I started up a couple GameCube games. Wind Waker was running nice. Mm-hmm. Um, there was only a couple, like, little weird, like, sound, like, I, you could tell the game was slowing down for a second. What are the control, um, what's the control, uh, uh, what are the controls based on, like, which console? Is so, it, like, Nintendo's it's very, very Switch like. It's very Switch like. So, so it's, it's Nintendo's the, ABXY config, like, yes. layout? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. The A is on the right side. Yeah. Not the bottom. Right, right. Right. Well, yeah. Which yeah. actually, I have a question. Which do you prefer between that and Xbox's layout? Oh, I I don't have a preference because my really? my brain kind of just switches. See, I mine it's like my brain knows what controller I'm holding, and it just, oh, <laughs> yeah. just kind of no, no, like no 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 no. Every switches. time I play a Nintendo game, I back out of every menu like like constantly. Like I'm always closing menus and backing out of menus because I press. Well, see, I think it's because I think because I play so much playstation and switch regularly yeah i'm used to that right button the all the way to the right being your back out yes well that's the thing on switch on switch it's your go forward because b is on the bottom that's why it's always so confusing to me so it's different with playstation than it is with switch yes playstation and xbox are the same it's just the symbols are different that should show you right there that I don't think about you it. You auto switch, yeah. I wish I could auto switch because I'm always <laughs> messing up in games. Like, like don't, I just don't. Like Jesus, can um, we just make it universal? So yeah, it did take me. That was maddening. Yeah. It probably took me two hours just to, to figure out the to map how the to controls. map A and B. Yeah. For Game Boy, Jesus, uh, like two A and B on this device, but yeah, yeah it does have the retro. It has the retro. It has a switch setup, but you can switch it to Xbox button setup, like uh, in the menu in the settings, pretty easily. Got you. Um, and then what's the other thing? So far, it's uh, no lagginess. Um, it's been pretty smooth. Nice. Um, no weird like shutting off. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. Nice. Uh, no heat so issues. Heat issues. How's heat? Oh no, I don't. I no don't problem. even feel heat from it. If it has a fan, I don't hear it. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty lightweight device. It just feels like a super light phone. And like, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing with mobile gaming for me. I can't deal with my phone being a phone. 
Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, because I get too many notifications on my phone. So I'm like, yeah. this is like kind of perfect for me because I'm like, I'm never going to buy. Like, I was heavily considering that PS backbone. Yeah. For my phone, but I don't, I don't like gaming on my phone. I hate I'm gonna let it. you try mine when I come. <laughs> home. I'm gonna still let you try mine when I come home because I felt the same way until I like, until I well, found yeah, the games like, that work with have, it. I'm not saying I wouldn't game on a phone. Yeah. I don't like gaming on my primary yeah. cell phone. If yeah, you, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. bought I a second you. phone that was for gaming, yeah, that would be fine, right? No phone but interaction. I hate, yeah. Yes, I hate that someone can call me on the thing I'm playing Mid-game. on. Mid-game. No, I get that, because um, that's happened mess to me. up my game. That's happened to yeah. me before, for sure. I'm sure I've done it to you. Yeah. Sure <laughs> no, I feel you on that. All right, but I'm going to move on from that. But yeah, check yeah. out Retroid Pocket 3 Plus uh, if you have time uh, and you're interested in a, in a Retroid emulator device. We all know that I'm just going to use it to play Advance Wars and Pikmin. <laughs> And uh, probably some old Resident Evil. Advance Wars remake um, 2023. Woo! Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's never coming. Um, we must have hope. So the next thing I'll talk about is I watched uh, Black Adam because I was bored. And <laughs> I heard mixed reviews about it. And I was concerned because I, I like The Rock. Mixed reviews. And I enjoy the fact that The Rock is like he makes every franchise season better and so i was like i refuse to believe that he won't make this franchise better a lot of the reviews you know i heard I and watched though were fake bougie like they were very like oh i want to be a movie critic like so well, that's, that's why i, I didn't feel like right like i feel like people are just ready to hate on the rock yeah. right because some people just can't stand when people are good at things yeah <laughs> I personally like when people are consistently good at things because 100%. it means that I can expect quality. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I like consistency in my quality. I heard um, some of the critiques people were like, there are too many action scenes and it gets boring after a while. I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, who's ever complained about that? But I don't know. Maybe all I'm going to say is I, I don't want to spoil this movie because it was a, it was a pleasant surprise for me. And I don't think... <laughs> any of the uh promotional material actually properly does uh, it justice conveys the what that's going on in this movie yeah because i had no idea going into it what was happening but um all i want to say is that i think <laughs> i think the rock was a very good pick for this character i'm not going to deny that um i like this character in in shazam's world i like this character much better than shazam gonna throw that out there they are different uh, people though right i don't know that much about yes. their lore oh but absolutely i know they're in the same world but they're they are different characters right they're 100 percent different characters. okay yeah gotcha but i think their their power is based on the same wizardry oh because black adam says the same he says shazam to get his powers nah does he really That's yeah he funny. does i never knew that um so but it's like the thing about black adam is just like he never says it right so he's like always in the form um but i won't go into that uh the one thing that was a drawback now thinking about it later they had to have this because it it creates a form of balance because black adam's character is very stoic because he's like he was born in a period of no fun he's like 
Egyptian slave times mm-hmm. was when he was in his prime, mm-hmm. right? No fun. And he was a slave. No fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's very serious, very flat, very stoic um, for most of the movie. And so there's like this little kid character who is like way too hyper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I basically was like, why is Steven Universe in this movie? Yeah. Um, Isn't that how Shazam acts? As a kid, I yeah, guess. Yeah, as a kid. When he's in kid form. Mm-hmm. But yeah, outside of him, I think the movie is done pretty well. It's it's very political. Like the the plot of the movie is very political because mm-hmm. it, it has to do with like a a war torn country because mm-hmm. that's where like the the origin of the character came from. Right. But um, I think they do a pretty good job of like keeping the values of the story uh in the realm of like heroes and and what we believe in and and, and why we fight for certain things mm-hmm. um because that's primary now what i wasn't expecting wasn't expecting the huge well outside of like the batman since there's like no batman and stuff in this movie i wasn't mm-hmm. expecting a huge push for no murder we don't murder murder is uh... bad we don't murder. It doesn't matter if the they're bad. Doesn't Black Adam murder, murder everybody though? Like his character. Black Adam murders everybody. Yeah, and the best that. part about it is, so Black Adam's like uh, justice, not justice, but Black Adam's like uh, revenge. Oh, okay, revenge. got you. <laughs> Payback. Yeah. And so when we meet Hawkman, who I like, he's a cool dude. Yeah. He's dope. Um, when we meet Hawkman, who comes in as like the guy who's like. Uh, we gotta rein in this human nuclear weapon that yeah. is Black Adam. Um, he's just like we don't murder the good guys, don't kill people. But <laughs> Black Adam will proceed to literally just murder people in front of the Hawkman's face. Yeah, and I think it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. Uh, other things I weren't expecting. There are two kind of like sidekicky characters, mm-hmm. and. I didn't quite catch their name. At least one of them. I think one of them is called like Cyclone. And she's like a she's like a weird uh like airy like spinny around acrobatic uh wind based mm. character. Yeah. And she's kind of like she's kind of like your typical like uh like what's a like second in command like she's on top of her intelligence mm-hmm. type character right like she's there to do the job and she she explains very briefly how she gets her powers and it's very all put to the side because it's like a smaller sub story for these characters so it's her and then there's this other guy i think they referred to him as smasher okay but i don't okay i'm struggling because i i know i think i know of this character but i don't know of this iteration but he is he's basically this he's dc's ant-man Gotcha. He has the atomic symbol on his chest, mm-hmm. and he can go get really big. Yeah, he can like get really big, so he can change. He can change his atomic structure. Gotcha. That's his power. Mm-hmm. So when Hawkman, I bring all this up because when Hawkman keeps screaming at Black Adam that we don't murder, mm-hmm. I find it hilarious that when Smasher is running at full speed down like a busy like New York type city block. And he's just growing rapidly. He's just stomping on things. Yeah. I can't believe that he's not murdering people. Right, right. <laughs> and causing like undue destruction. Pain. Like there's a few, there's a bunch of scenes like that where you're like, there's no way there's not like people human there. collateral damage. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah I, I think they do a good job of explaining to black adam because there's a part where they're searching for this for this kid and black adam is like literally hunting down the cronies mm-hmm. one by one and like where's the kid where's the kid and he's just he's killing dudes and hawkman is like we can't ask him where the children are if you keep killing them yeah <laughs> before we can interrogate so like there's one part where he catches up to them and he's like uh did you grab him so we can ask him questions and black adam like had just thrown the dude like up into the air jesus and so he looks over and he like turns around and we watch the dude just hit the ground and he goes um he's like i just i just disposed of him (laughs) (laughs) you should have told me like five minutes ago bro my bad yeah, so it's like Hawkman just like can't catch up to Black Adam to stop the murder. Yeah, to like that's to funny. like investigate. Yeah. <laughs> so now I bring that up to say this movie. Okay, this is where I hate Marvel and I love DC. Mm-hmm. This movie does a really good job of implanting unintentional comedy. Okay. And believe it or not, The Rock does a really good job of like not understanding sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> And then everyone kind of plays off that in like a really <laughs> funny way. I'm like I'm laughing still because there's there's this just this this is the last thing I'm gonna say. There's one scene where it's like Black Adam is like I'm not I'm not gonna hurt these dudes. I'm gonna interrogate them. And then you he picks them up and he just flies out the window and you hear him say to them like Can you fly? As he goes up in the air. Oh my god. <laughs> and so. <laughs> He, he basically he proceeds to ask him and he's like i'll dr-, he's like i won't drop whoever answers me so like this one dude's like i don't know he drops that dude oh my and god then the other dude the other dude gives him the answer immediately he drops that dude anyway so hawkman is like yeah so hawkman's already trying to capture the one guy then he sees the other guy grabs him black adam comes back to the hideaway and dr fate's like i thought you said you weren't gonna kill them and mm-hmm. he's like that was sarcasm <laughs> Like Black Adam's like that was sarcasm, and then Fate, Doctor Fate goes, "No, that was just a lie." Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's so funny because it's like Black Adam's like, I don't play by your like human rules. Like yeah. I'm a god. Like I don't do this. Yeah, he's That's like, funny. I don't care if you tell me not to kill him. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I, I do what I want. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. there's a, there's very much like this refreshing kind of like the way the Punisher is refreshing in marvel yeah there's like this very refreshing like okay he he's killing people but it kind of feels justified yeah 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 it's like you don't blame it's like you still like him as a character yeah you're not that mad but at the same time like he does actually learn he listens he Mm -hmm. because he does understand that he's out of his time yeah and he kind of understands why he was created by the wizard so um, there's a lot of growth in that aspect. So the movie kind of culminates in like this really kind of interesting mashup of characters we haven't really seen before in the DC universe, um, referencing things that we know. Amanda uh, Amanda Wallace is present. Okay. Um, so in uh, Suicide Squad, I believe, mm. is present. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's like all those aspects of the world are present, but like you feel like you're in this weirdly different place, and it's 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 refreshing. It's it's nice. Even though they um, mention the 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 stuff we know, it's not like they're trying to force it in. Like yeah, in and it, it's ways. even though it's not, even though it's a it's a it's a it's a I would say a world level threat. It's at yeah. least a city level threat, right? Yeah maybe a country level threat yeah. and they do a good job of not making you feel like 
like Superman and Batman. Like you're not sitting there going, "Why isn't the Justice League showing up?" Yeah, type of thing. Yeah, yeah like it's it's it, the scale of it is is appropriate, I mm-hmm. think, for the content. Got you. So I, I give it a thumbs up. I don't think people should be despair. I think like it does have an 80s. I think it has like an 86 in the audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes, okay. and it might be like in the 30s or 20s on the critic side. But I'm like, yeah. uh, to me, it, it it's audience yeah like, critics are bougie the, the <laughs> that's all it is like i think it's a fun movie if you like the dc characters if you're like me where you're sad that dc seems to be like failing behind marvel for like some unknown reason like i think this movie will make you feel better about that yeah well uh, shoot i know the reasons because they won't do their own thing well they need to stop find your own success like Zack snyder yes <laughs> like make here, here's what they should do oh they, i think i know i think i figured out the cameo too that you're talking about but i'm not gonna say what it is yeah, but yeah, I, don't i'll tell it. you after the recording but yeah uh if you want to know but i'm like i think i know what the cameo was got you okay that everybody was i think i know what it was too so yeah we'll talk about it after but yeah. um i think here's what dc should do though for real get a team of directors producers whatever a movie staff but the number one most important qualification is they sh- ha- must have never seen a Marvel movie ever, <laughs> never have seen a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie ever. And I guarantee you they'll probably make something amazing. But I feel like they keep hiring people that are looking at Marvel movies for inspiration. And it's like, fam, no, I stop think trying to compete the with other this. Way. I think you need to stop hiring people that do car commercials. For that too. Movie. No, that too. They should be into comic books for sure. But like James Gunn is a great like director pull for for these movies yeah for dc movies so yeah wait but isn't he the one who does who does a lot of the marvel movies no he did guardians but remember Only he guardians, did the last okay. suicide squad right because got you. he got mad at disney and suicide. got you yeah yeah so yeah even something like oh. that i'd be down for but yeah, but yeah think- oh last thing i want to mention so this movie also delves into so the way that marvel kind of has their cosmic side right mm-hmm. we have like the Multiverse, urban superhero side but then there's like the cosmic larger side yeah dc has this weird mystic wizard fantasy side yeah that i prefer over the cosmic side yeah yeah yeah. that i love like because john john constantine delves into a lot of that yeah more so on the dc side and so this movie Ta- di- di- dips a little into that because of um black adam's origin okay um, nice so diamond Han- hansu is uh <laughs> one of those characters this is a part of that background story yeah which maybe uh, maybe oh, that means they'll start doing it more in the future because it seems like i i don't really remember them ever touching on that in the movies at least well, like if they did like, it had to be very small it's usually yeah it's usually wrapped around a character and they they touch it on it way more in the animated movies i believe that yeah for sure i believe that so all right i'll shut up about that um the last thing i wanted to mention is i finally finished the summertime rendering anime which we have yet to see on disney plus when is it coming and i i don't know but i had to laugh because there's some stuff that i'm just like how are they gonna stream this on disney plus i am gonna die i will die. well no you know what i think they're gonna do uh, it's it's so obvious now that i think it's of gonna it. be on hulu yeah exactly it's what they did with bleach <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what they did with bleach it's on hulu it's gonna be on hulu it's definitely gonna be on hulu uh-huh. so yeah please keep your eyes peeled that uh i will say it is a complete story mm. in 25 episodes so 
Just on, let me see. To that. Since it is going to be on Hulu, and I don't, of course, my mouse doesn't want to work now. I wanted to see if any of the dub was actually up anywhere. Like, wait, it's definitely not on Hulu right now, right? No, it's definitely not. Okay. Because I would assume they're going to batch release it. it. Says they're up to it episode 13 dubbed. Okay. So I guess when they're, was it 20 something? 25. Yeah, so probably when they're done the dub, they'll drop it all at once. And weird. It's like, where is the dub being released then? Yeah, I honestly don't. Well, so the Dragon Quest dub is not here yet in America. Well, if it is, it's really early. But I noticed they're airing it on TV, like in England, exclusively. Mm-hmm. So I, okay. I wonder if that's if they like normally get stuff before us weird. like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Like, cause like when I was like I was watching it on Nine Anime, and they have a little watermark. It says like BBC TV or something. And I looked it up, and it was like British TV network. And I was like, that's weird. We pl- paid for exclusive airing rights. Yeah, like to their cable. <laughs> it's not even like it's a streaming service. Other computer is so slow. <laughs> hmm. You ready? Yeah, you good. Are we echoing? Uh, hello. Okay, I think it's not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can just pick back up where we left off. I didn't stop the recording. Okay. Um, did you have anything left about um summertime? No. Did you want to just say that you couldn't find it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It did well. I did. I did find that there is a dub. Um, for listeners that for when it, whenever I edit this, I did find a, a a. They have thirteen episodes out of the dub of summertime render, but. Oh, I just meant that it. You didn't find it on Hulu, though. Oh yeah, it's no, a, it's not on Hulu. It's not yet. A, a yeah, legitimate yeah. outlet. Yeah, it's not up yet. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you call it? A verified outlet. Probably won't be until like twenty twenty three. Sad, unfortunately. It's fine. Not hold it till summer. That's stupid. All, All right, right. with summertime rendering. Haha, <laughs> I see what you did there. I mean, it did technically come out last summer. Yeah, so. I could see it coming out in summer. To be honest, I could see it lining up. 13 more episodes. There there is like every episode has that that fucking cicada sound in it. So, yeah. (laughs) The stupid summertime cicadas. Yeah. That you pray to God don't ever get inside your house. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was always thinking. No, my thing is like you never see them. You only hear them. I've never seen one. They're like ninjas. They're like really loud ninjas. I don't like ours though. I only like the Japanese ones. Do they make a different sound? Yeah, ours make the the shitty sound. Yeah, ours just sound like rattlesnakes. Yeah, <laughs> they're just clicking. <laughs> oh I like man! Shoot, should we get into some news then? All right.
You're supposed to like make it official. I'm just bullshitting. Oh, you right that now. was official. When I said, did you have anything else about summer? Oh my god, that's awful. <laughs> oh my god. What you want me to count down? <laughs> Let's just go in the knees. All right. <laughs> Unprofessional goddamn <laughs> show I've ever dealt with. Oh Absolutely unbelievable. I'm not professional by nature. Oh, you weren't supposed to hear that, my bad. I was, I was supposed to be psyched. <laughs> Forgot to mute my mic. Music. My fault. <laughs> Before I talk crap about you, my bad. Oops. I wonder how often that happens on PlayStation, like when people are in parties with their friends with the stupid PlayStation default to on controller mic. I don't know if everybody's as paranoid as you. They they immediately went to that setting. Oh yeah, for sure. God, it had to turn that. That was the first thing I did when I opened my PlayStation. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh yeah, but news. So big news week this week, kinda, because the Game Awards happened. Um, you said you watched. Uh, I guess at least part of it live, right? A lot of this will be new because okay. K refused to let me watch the Game Awards. He was just like, we're going to watch Chainsaw Man now. No excuses. Oh and I was like, Ugh. is he opposed to the Game Awards? Like, is he, no, is he he's not just a fan? A jerk. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't like, he doesn't adhere to time. Yeah. So. Forget that this thing is happening live right now. Let's watch the pre-recorded thing. No. Um, but so I'm going to run down basically the winners and then the announcements, uh, a lot of game announcements. I actually always, I was telling my friend about this, like for some reason, I always forget that game announcements happen during the game awards. So I'm always shocked when a game is announced, like a big game is announced and I'm like, Oh, I completely forgot they do game announcements here. Um, it almost feels like they do bigger announcements here than E3 nowadays. I don't know if that's just me. I, I know. I, that's how I felt with Kat. I was, I was like, but the game awards is on. He's like, so I was like, but. But the trailers. Yeah, some crazy trailers. <laughs> I was like, but the new stuff. So oh, I was yeah. like kind of watching it on the computer in the corner of my eye. And like, yeah. he was like, whoa, look at Denji. And I was like, huh, what? Whoa, look oh. at Denji. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Good, I'm sorry. Um, no, you're good. Um, but okay, so I'll start with the winners. I'm going to just go down the list, uh, starting with the game of the year winner. Um, I'm going to do a slight. We don't have it. Do we have a drum roll sound? Uh, or can we... I? I can do a makeshift one. It's good. I'm just going to. Uh, hold on. Uh, no, we don't. Go ahead. Can you hear oh, that? Let me do our live. Oh, okay. There we go. Drum roll. <laughs> Elden Ring. Woo! <laughs> Called it. So, the yeah, yeah. Get those applause in. So there was a big, there was a big leading up to the game awards all online. It was like, who's gonna win, Elden Ring or God of War? And it was pretty, it was, it was, it was pretty even on both sides, I say. Um, but. Obviously, I was in the Elden Ring camp. I haven't played God of War yet, but either even if I and did, I was going to be in the Elden Ring camp. God of War really should have just waited till one one twenty three. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then they would have been good. But I actually thought they were going to have that whole like recency bias thing, like because Elden Ring was like March and God of War was mm -hmm. like last month. I thought every it was going to be so much more fresh that it might take it, but um. Yeah, I'm happy to see Elden Ring got it. And just because this is the big award, I'll read the nominees too. I'm not going to do that for every award, but um, it beat A Plague Tale, Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon, Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, I think that's a solid list of nominees, to be honest. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's solid. And also, <laughs> yo, so I don't know if you've seen the clips of this, but when Miyazaki and his team went up on stage to receive the award and give thanks mm -hmm. as soon as they finished 
this random dude was just standing behind him like this random dude from the audience and he walked up to the mic i guess miyazaki was shocked he thought that he was part of the staff or something like nobody stopped this kid and he just started rambling about bill clinton onto the mic and then they eventually shut the mic off like okay because i like i did see the accepting them accepting for elden ring but like i somehow missed that i guess (laughs) yeah it was right after their speech ended this random dude was just waiting behind him like mad creepy and then he just said something, something, shout out Bill Clinton, like on the mic. Wow. It was so weird. <laughs> like, I hope he won his dare. Yeah, it was always like, how'd you get away with this? And why'd nobody stop you? <laughs> like, it was it's, too, it's, it's too gregarious of an audience. There's too many people in that room, man. Yeah, honestly. Like, you really don't even know who's there. Um, okay, and then the next category, uh, we got best action game winner. Actually went to Bayonetta 3. Um, I thought this one was going to go oh, to Sifu. Sorry, before you move on, I'm like, in that last category, I'm like, three of those games were sequels, were they not? Xenoblade Chronicles 3, technically a sequel, even though it's not a direct or, sequel. Okay, I wasn't even thinking of that one. Horizon Forbidden West, definitely a sequel. God of War Ragnarok, a sequel. sequel. Tale Requiem, also a sequel. Sequel. So yeah, all sequels, except for yeah, Stray so and yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. And Stray is way too small to get Game of the Year. Yeah, yeah. That I that one I could tell they just threw it in there to be like, yo, shout outs to you, Stray, for being a cool game about a cat. Yeah. Um, but it did okay. win some awards later, so we'll talk about that. Just wanted to, just wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah. So best action game winner, <laughs> Bayonetta 3. Um, Not surprised. The interesting thing, yeah, shout out uh, Platinum. Uh, the interesting thing about this one, though, is I heard some, I haven't played it, but I heard that it was another one of those games that was kind of maybe controversial is not the right word but the performance like the switch performance it was another one of those games that was like oh maybe we're at the end of this thing's life um because it got mentioned a lot with uh when i was talking and and listening to a lot of the pokemon stuff a lot of people were Mm -hmm. also bringing up bayonetta as like frame drops and like performance issues just because it's like pushing the hardware so hard um so i thought that was an interesting thing and then let's go to the next award best action adventure game winner God of War Ragnarok. Um, and this is definitely not the last award it's going to win. Um, and then next up, we got most anticipated game winner, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And I actually didn't know this was a category until now because I didn't see all of the awards live. What else was in there? So this uh, Zelda beat Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, which apparently Hogwarts Legacy got booed, which is nuts. I mean, I get why it got booed because of the creator and the game industry kind of hates her um but uh resident evil 4 remake was also in here starfield and yeah that was it um i want to ask you though what would your personal thing most anticipated be off of this list because mine's not zelda this year no out like out of this list what's your most anticipated game if you had to pick one oh um if there's if there's even one on here probably the final fantasy yeah i think i'm there too because i mean i'm i'm super excited for resident evil 4 i just know what that game is yeah i get that yeah i would probably pick ff16 too they would be head like tied together yeah um and then next up i'm not surprised this one won uh best adaptation winner arcane league of legends the netflix anime um shout out to that that was a good show um best art direction winner gave that to elden ring 
Um, I think I agree with that based on everything that's on the list. Um, I think maybe there could have been a better list of nominees for this one, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. I mean, um, I will say I always do like setting my eyes on Horizon. Yeah, there's a lot there. Horizon's pretty. Yeah, they do and really good environments and stuff. Of like, it's like wild nature, but then weirdly woven in tech yeah. elements. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually surprised they never put the. It feels like they never put the art style games on here. It feels like they always go for like the intense like dark realistic stuff like the fidelity stuff as opposed to like yeah, what the had stuff the coolest that's graphically intensive yeah as opposed to Not like what's the most creative creative yeah um so i thought that was interesting best audio design winner god of war ragnarok um and they actually had like a whole symphonic performance from the soundtrack which was pretty cool yeah i did <laughs> yeah that was pretty cool um they were going ham yo like they they would zoom in on like the cello players and they were just going yeah, crazy on them dude. it was wild i was like yo this is this is intense this is intense yo i was like i was telling my friends like yo they put my high school band to shame i know like <laughs> but if we knew like if we were playing for that kind of stuff we would have yeah. been better you know yeah it would have been cool if we've been playing like final fantasy 7 soundtrack we might have played better yeah exactly that would have been hype um let's see what we got best community support winner that went to final fantasy 14 endwalker um makes sense i've heard a lot of good things yeah. in terms of support for that game um content creator of the year went to ludwig i think he's the only one i even know of on this list so makes sense <laughs> i don't know anything I'm yeah a <laughs> <laughs> uh, big streamer basically just a big streamer um best debut he didn't jump in a phone pit and break your back this year i think he did a good job honestly yeah um, that should have been the worst live event. No, look, look we can't climb her too hard, but <laughs> no, no, not her. I'm saying that booth should have been the worst live event award, <laughs> like worst event setup, worst booth award ever. Yo, if they start putting that in here, I'm that would be hilarious. Worst live event. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was the worst live event this year. TwitchCon. <laughs> then the, yeah, funny. but then next year we'll have like live event setup simulator. Yeah. Oh god! You gotta pretend to manage a, a esports event. We're probably gonna get that now. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> we're probably gonna get that. It's bad enough this week. I was staring at a game called. It was like, it was like E Trader Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, do I want to pretend to trade stocks? This is I gonna be. Know. We're gonna get Consem twenty twenty three. Should be Consem. <laughs> Make your own. I con. can't wait. I can't wait for Otaku Sim, where I just pretend to be me in a game. <laughs> Just, just like pretend to watch playing, anime. Like, it's just like an infinite loop of me in front of a screen. Like, <laughs> oh you God. know, when you stare in. <laughs> That's the, all the game is. I was about to say, is the gameplay like deciding when to like eat snacks and like when to shower? And no, like, it's like you're in a raid and then you, but your stomach's growling. Yeah. You're, you're, so you're you food. food meters going down. <laughs> <laughs> you got to manage your food meter and you're like your team, team anger. really needs you. Yeah. Your team morale. <laughs> Oh man! All right, Tiz is making that game next year. Oh yeah, it, I have so many stupid game ideas I could come up with probably. Um, game jam next next year's game jam. Game jam, yeah. yeah. Um, best debut indie game winner. Stray took this one, so there you go. Um, shout out Stray. There you go. And I think this fits. You know, I think this is a. I, Tunic would have probably been mine, but damn, that game is hard and confusing. Yeah, I would have probably <laughs> said again. either Vampire Survivor and Neon White. Yeah, Vampire was like pretty addictive. Yeah, 
most like addictive game flash. ever <laughs> like, yeah it's like a hot flash of addiction then you're like it's like this week i'm like what what's that game yeah honestly until you pick it up again look I, I tried it on my phone the other day and i was on that first level again like oh god i gotta i gotta i gotta make it further <laughs> like well that's why i'm like i don't want to play because i'm like i'm at like 30 minute runs now yeah. and i'm like <laughs> i don't have 30 minutes right now yeah and they start you back oh my god they start you back with nothing like you feel like oh, a peon though. starting over again but it's fun when you get like nine achievements in your first run it is no it is it's very <laughs> satisfying um best esports coach winner Matthias Buzica. Oh, sorry that's a job now yeah esports coach gotta have a coach cool. you know for the, for well, the pros I wanna... damn it <laughs> so this is the gen the first generation of esports are now becoming coaches is that what's happening probably i'm almost positive <laughs> that's who these people are ex esports players hey man look when you don't have a place to to like move up to yeah. and you just create a new position good for you got to yeah might as well when the whole especially when the whole thing is like new they did that for the principal of our high school huh what did he become after the principal they made up some position it's called dean like of administrative directing something. Something. <laughs> <laughs> dean of deans yeah i feel like that's what they do at colleges they just make up titles left and right they, they totally make do. people make people feel special important let them collect that check till um, he just dies yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. <laughs> sorry, uh, esports coach. Let me just say, his, I just want to say his whole name, Matthias BZKA. Sorry if I'm messing that up. Tarasconi. Sorry if I'm messing that up too. And he coached for Valorant. Um, best esports event winner, League of Legends Worlds 2022. Um, best esports game winner is Valorant. And best right. esports athlete is Jacob EA White Whitaker or Whitaker. How is your nickname going to be Yay? Yay. Yeah. Why, that's funny. Why yay? Like, how did you get that? <laughs> How is that not taken? Like he looks like a sarcastic. Like he, yay, yay, yeah. That's his whole vibe. Dry humor. Yeah, the person. Um, and he was a Valorant player for Team Cloud Nine. Um, best esports team winner is Loud. Um, and back to the non esports categories, we got best family game uh, winner Kirby in the Forgotten Land. This category was funny because it was ninety percent. Actually, it was a hundred percent Nintendo game. Or no, it was ninety percent Nintendo why? games. Why is the one game that wins the one where you just eat, where it's like people absorb each other? Yeah. It's like the most violent one. Nintendo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why does Nintendo have a monopoly on family games? That's what I don't know. Um, and just to, for context, the nominees were because it's me for everyone. A E for everyone. Um, the nominees were Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars, which is the only non-Nintendo game, Mario Plus Rabbids, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Splatoon Three. So. Good on you, Nintendo, for getting an entire category to yourself at this award show. Rated F for fetus. <laughs> Guaranteed win every year for Nintendo. Great, <laughs> great, uh, great uh, strategy. Um, best fighting game winner. I was actually kind of surprised, but not at the same time. So Multiversus won this one. Um, I actually thought they were going to give it to a more like fighting fighting game, but they didn't. And funny enough, one of the nominees on this list was randomly Sifu. I'm like, that's not a fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because it feels like a fighting game. Yeah, he just randomly threw Sifu in, Sifu in here. Um, and then best game direction winner that one went to Elden Ring. Shout out Elden Ring. Um, games. Oh, every for... time I think of Elden Ring, I just I'm like that the guy that hates his own game. Great. Yeah, <laughs> it's always the guy that hates it because it's like watching Blue Lock, the Blue Lock anime right now. It's like 
the guy, the best guy at soccer is he the guy soccer. who doesn't give a shit about soccer. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't give a shit about soccer at all. But it's he's the natural talent. Yeah. He's just born with it. He didn't <laughs> ask for this life. He just chose him. Um, games for Impact winner is As Dusk Falls. I actually don't know what this game is. Um, uh, I actually I, don't know what any of these I games are. I think this is on Game Pass right now. I've looked at it a couple times. It's, I, it's definitely an interactive uh, okay. story game. Um, but I have not out. tried it yet. Definitely report back when you do. Yeah. Um, well. Best indie game winner, Stray. I think that's a big one for Stray. Um, let's see. Innovation in accessibility winner, God of War Ragnarok. Which I'm actually... The reason I'm not surprised about that is because if you look at all the recent Sony first-party story games, they mm-hmm. all have like an excessive amount of accessibility features. Which is a good thing, don't get me wrong. But it's like... You can do like everything, like oh, like change the reticle, change the, the add aim assist when there's no <laughs> aim assist, make the the text bigger. Like you can do everything, like which Jeez. I always like stuff like that because I get really mad in games because of the type of TV I have where you can't make subtitle text bigger and like HUD yeah, text bigger. I agree. Because when the higher resolution you are, the lower, the smaller the text looks, and the bigger the TV yeah. is, the smaller the text looks. So I really appreciate when games let me mess with text size. Um. Best mobile game winner. I spoiled this earlier. Marvel Snap. Um, a lot of a lot of Genshin Impact fans were pretty upset about that one. Um, Guys, it's been around. <laughs> it has. Yeah, Genshin didn't even come out this year, so I don't know why Jesus. they're upset about that. You have your built-in fan base. Move along. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they won this <laughs> award when they came out. Um, so because I'm like, I remember weird. seeing a Genshin commercial the other day, and I was like, too many characters that I want that I can't get. That yeah. I'll just be obsessed with no moving on. <laughs> I honestly think Apex Mobile should have won this. Apex Mobile, I'm gonna say right here, is the best mobile shooter ever made in history. Okay. And it's okay. Apex Mobile, and I, I've said this on here before, is actually better than the main game, Apex Legends. It gets more support, it gets better, you get a better progression in the game, better, it's just better everything, like better accessibility. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's more fun, it's less sweaty, like, it's just, I don't know. I think that game should have won. Um, best multiplayer game winner. This one was interesting. They gave it to Splatoon 3, which I haven't really heard anybody talk about Splatoon 3. I don't know I mean, anybody honestly, that owns Splatoon 3. the Turtles game looked really fun. Yeah, right? I heard a lot of good stuff Turtles about the Revenge teenage. looks really fun. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who... I don't even know if I would give it to anybody on this on this list. I probably would have different nominees. Um, but yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Um, best narrative winner, God of War Ragnarok. I probably oh, yeah. agree with that. That makes sense to me. Um, best ongoing game winner, Final Fantasy fourteen, also makes sense to me. It's the biggest MMO ever. Mm-hmm. Um, best performance winner, Christopher Judge. Love to see it. Um, he plays Kratos from God of War. Uh, watch kratos cry so that's cool yeah he gave a huge long speech in his extra deep kratos voice i saw his like crazy hair this year yeah he had his 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 voice actor the celebrity hair going on oh <laughs> um, which is cool. no one ever sees me because i'm in a booth hair yeah <laughs> exactly um let's see what else we got there's a lot i didn't realize there were this many awards um best role-playing game winner also went to Elder ring shout out shout out you um let's see what else we got best score and music winner bear mcgreary this was the i assume the composer for god of war ragnarok um shout out to him best sports and racing game winner gran turismo 7 
I think that's a few Gran Turismo games now that have taken that um, award. Um, not surprised. Yeah, not too surprised there. Best strategy simulation game winner, Mario plus Rabbit, Sparks oh of Hope. God. Nintendo raking it in. Did you guys actually fix this game? Because let's not forget, Sparks, the, the, the original Mario vs. Rabbits is like $15. Yeah, it's always $15, like perpetually. Always on, it's always getting real cheap. And everyone knows Nintendo never puts their games for sale. I was about to say, possibly the cheapest Nintendo game ever. Like, the most on-sale Nintendo game ever. Um, but that could, that could definitely be the... Because the, I think What's-His-Face developed it. I think, was it Ubisoft that is Rabbits? Do you know? Yes. Ubisoft is, is Ubisoft. I think they actually develop it and they just get permission to use Nintendo's characters. So I think yeah, that's I probably think so. why it's always on sale because like it's not Nintendo making that decision. Um, that's just my <laughs> guess though. I don't know that for sure. Um, let's see. Best VR AR game winner, Moss Book 2. I've heard really good things about Moss. Me not being a VR person, I haven't yeah. like looked into it a lot, but I've heard a lot of good things about that game. Let's see. Player's voice winner, Genshin Impact. And did you hear the controversy about this one? No. So, and I, I kind of believe it, but basically, so it was a three-day vote, right? Player's choice vote. So the players got to vote themselves, and that's kind of all it was based on. It took place over three days. The first day, it was Sonic was winning. The new Sonic that just came out, Frontiers, was winning by, like, a lot. Like, it was, like, mm-hmm. 80% of the votes, and, like, let's say Genshin had, like, 15 or something like that. Day two, somehow Genshin suddenly has like 50%. Sonic's down to like 30. Day three, sometimes somehow Genshin's at like 90%. And so all the Sonic fans are online basically like, yo, Genshin definitely bribes their players with, or Mihoyo definitely bribes their play, players with Primo gems, um, which makes sense because I logged on and there were like a thousand Primo gems for like basically if you vote for, to like telling it with a message telling everybody to vote at the Game Awards. <laughs> Um, is it bribe if it if it's not real currency <laughs> yeah that, that that's the argument it's um, bribing if it's just like lollipops yeah and, and, and unicorns yeah you know? and so so literally what i think was happening because genshin has a way bigger fan or way bigger player base than sonic uh than most games actually in fact but i think a lot of people like sonic fans were voting like because they're like yo we want sonic to win so they were voting they were active in yeah, the polls sonic and fans I, are creeps I think a lot of the Genshin fans just didn't care. They just weren't voting. They just, maybe they're casuals in games. They just don't care. They weren't aware. But then Mihoyo was like, yo, here's the link. Here's some Primo gems. Go vote. And so they kind of directed the mass of fans to vote and then get the, get the win. If you're smart enough to, if you got a, a daily claims page and you're smart enough to load that into your daily claims. <laughs> Got to do what you got to do. Ingenuity. Yeah, look, because I grab, I know I grabbed my primo gems. I was very thankful, and I did look, not vote. <laughs> I'm just saying, during school elections, when the one girl made cupcakes, I still went and got a cupcake from her table, even though if I voted for somebody else. Yeah, you got you know, to right. You got to. Um, all right. So yeah, that is all of the awards, and now I'm gonna move on. Before I move on to the announcements, did you have anything else you wanted to say about the awards? Uh, do you have a favorite trailer? Ooh, a favorite trailer. That's tough. I really like the trailer um, for the, now I'm forgetting the game, the Dead Cells Castlevania 
they did like a whole animated action <laughs> I short. I thought of you when I saw that too. That joint was fire, yeah. Like, and I really like Dead Cells, so that was really cool. So I'd probably say that was my favorite trailer. Nice. I'm um, trying to. I'm struggling to remember them outside of Death Stranding because that was actually so shocking to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Death Stranding too. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. That we're seeing it this early at that. Oh, the Hellboy one was. I'm very. Yeah. I was very uh curious about that one. Yeah. Um, did it when you first I was saw a it? A little underwhelmed. A little underwhelmed. Like Go overall, ahead. in general. Yeah, overall by the trailers. I feel that. Um, I was gonna ask you when you saw the Hellboy thing. Did you think? Um, like my first thought was Telltale. Telltale. Did you have well, that thought too, or no? Yes, my first thought was actually my first thought was that that new Jurassic Park game we saw the trailer for that looks like that. Yeah, that's all cel shaded. Mm-hmm. Then immediately I thought Telltale. I was like thinking Got Wolf you. Among Us. Yeah um but yeah i don't actually know who's making that but let me go down this list real quick it's the first um hellboy is the first one so it's called hellboy web of word um it was revealed i'm sorry i'm literally just looking at a bullet point list for like time's sake so no problem um if you if you know more than me about some of these then feel free to chip in but i don't know that much about hellboy other than what we just said so okay um i'll look into that a little more later though um among us revealed a new hide and seek mode and it's cool. It's cool to see Among Us still going on. Um, this was a really hype one I was not expecting. Hades 2, hard revealed with gameplay, with a nice yes, intro cinematic. Okay. Forgot about that, yes. Yeah, that was Hades a big was one. Um, so that one, from what I can tell, it looks like a new main character. Uh, it's someone, some god of death or something's daughter. I don't know, I forget, I'm forgetting the god's name, but it, it seems like a god's daughter. And similar to Hades, it's like you're climbing up through... Or you're climbing up through something. I don't even really know the environment, but it looks like similar Chron- to Hades. Well, I was like, I know you're fighting Kronos. Kronos, that's, thank you, that's the name. Um, yeah. I think she's related to Kronos somehow. And, like, you're eventually going to fight through the roguelike stuff to get to him, and that seems to be the, the premise. Um, really, really love Hades 1. I still got to fully beat it, like, from start to finish, because I, I just never did. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely hyped for this. Um, let's see, Judas... Uh, this one I almost sent you actually like directly yes. Yes, this game this. and another Very game huge. on here that we're going to talk about looks to me like Bioshock Bioshock yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes <laughs> um, like as soon as I, I was like what is this like yeah. immediately my brain is just like yes yes yeah. show me more this Make is like the year okay. of the Bioshock successor yeah. Um, which I'm not mad at because the, the visuals in the trailer look very very interesting um, yeah. I think they did a good job of capturing that like what would you call it what that Bioshock does with like it has this kind of weird eerie tone but like it has like a like it throws real life concepts in with like fictional stuff it's like surreal it's like it's almost like absurdist yeah. because it's like it's almost like the world becomes a caricature of the thing so it's like if it's the 50s it almost feels like a caricature of the 50s yeah uh with like steampunk stuff in it and yeah stuff. and I thought the Judas trailer did a good job of that um let's see what else they talked about street fighter 6 some more so that looks like it's going to be a really really major fighting game um let's see kevin conroy r.i.p plays batman one last time and suicide squad kill the justice league um oh, so they i love showed... that trailer too yeah that was a cool trailer cool. this whole time i didn't realize until now that the whole premise is brainiac taking over the justice league 
Yes. And they're all yes. mind controlled. I didn't realize that was a thing. Cause I, well, because I was when Kay and I saw it, I was laughing when um when um Harley Quinn was calling out bats. Yeah. Because I was like, oh no! Because I said when if the Justice League turns evil, it's like if you lose Batman, you're done. We're yeah. done. He's <laughs> like, like the sense. He's, he's the he's the linchpin. He's the brains. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that was scary when he was like lurking around. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a Rocksteady game, right? Uh, not hundred percent sure. I could be wrong on that, but I think that might be a Rocksteady. But yeah, I was like, who do you call when the when the Justice League is your enemy? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> the Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad. <laughs> the last people you want to call. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, let's see what else we got. And the next up, they showed Last of Us Part One coming to PC. So Sony is like hard putting every single first party game they have on PC, like not that long after it comes out on console even so um big changes in 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 things and how things have normally been there um star this was another big one too this got me hyped star wars jedi survivor looks phenomenal i'm not gonna lie um looks really really good so really (laughs) my hype will be anticipated later i'm really the main thing with this game is i'm hoping they fix the map and the backtracking because I get what they were trying to do with the old Metroidvania thing. I don't think it played out as well as they hoped in the first one. But yeah. if they can fix that and make the getting lost, like, because I got lost way more than you should in a video game. In I just hope they fix that movement. That too, yeah. Just tighten that up a little bit. Um, but overall, yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for this one. Um, Earthblade, which is not ringing a bell off the top of my head, and I don't have it a picture in front of It looks curious, though. I forget why i was keying in on that one yeah yeah i can't remember that one um dune awakening which is i think we talked about the rumors of a dune open world mmo coming out yeah um, that was what this was um, oh Earthblade was from the makers of celeste that's why oh okay oh i might have to look yeah. that up now Earthblade. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um yeah that okay yeah so it's got the pixel art and everything yeah that could be cool yeah i'm interested now i'm interested now indeed um but yeah the dune thing did they show any gameplay or anything from the dune no i don't remember really no it felt like a lot of stills okay so yeah that's probably a ways away um death stranding 2 we we got to see norman gray hair norman weird oh yeah very strange weirdest trailer ever what's your guess based on just whatever information you know so far about what this game is going to be about and based on what you know from death Stranding one that doesn't even help i know i just i just want a random prediction (laughs) the only thing that makes it relevant is that the faces of the characters are familiar to you that's it um it look i mean to me i guess it looks like you're living out in the wild with the death stranding baby but i don't baby. know i you're have no idea yeah you think there's gonna be some weird bt stuff going on you think there's gonna be some i mean what uh, that's what the black goo is yeah like i have no <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> it could be anything I'm just, right? like i was shocked that there was a sequel <laughs> yeah. period so yeah, yeah I, it's crazy. it could be anything it's crazy yeah i can't wait to see there was i remember when the first death stranding was being talked about and stuff there was that moment where they finally showed like real gameplay yeah i can't wait until that moment for this because that's kind (laughs) of when it clicked i was like oh it's a your package delivery guy (laughs) but i'm just like 
it when I'm watching this trailer though, I do like all I think about now is like the one sentiment I heard somebody make where they were just like, Kojima just wants to make movies. Yeah. And they won't let him make movies. Yeah. So he keeps making games that are movies. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> so that's like so every that's all I think when I see this is like Kojima wants to make a movie, but yeah. this is he said he's so confusing he makes the most confusing movies but at the same time though he somehow makes these games that have like crazy amounts of cutscenes and narrative and stuff but he always (laughs) ends up having but he always ends up having a fan base that loves the gameplay too you know what i mean like people love metal gear solid like as a stealth game like even beyond the cutscenes and stuff so i'm like somehow he has an act for it um, the gameplay aspect of things too. Even if he doesn't want to do it, like no, it's metal, like he's good. Metal at Gear it. Sol- Solid is an entity. Metal Gear Solid. Solid. Metal, <laughs> metal Gear Solid is an entity on its own to me. Like it stands on its own two feet on itself. Like it 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 doesn't operate in the world of Death Stranding. Death Stranding no, 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 no. It's not. Yeah. I Death agree. Stranding. It, no, and not even that in that sense. And to me, it's like Death Stranding is Kojima in the wild. Yeah. Where with no like, restraints. Metal Gear Solid is like Kojima with structure and yeah. discipline. And yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I get you for sure. It's like his brain just gone. It's like, yo, just do what you want. That's what uh, Death Stranding. <laughs> what? Okay, go ahead. I'm Was lost. that a Death Stranding song? No, that's Stink Eater. Oh, got you. Dang, yeah, I, I don't know a lot of. A lot of Metal Gear. I'm gonna be honest with you. Dusty's the Metal Gear. You never listened to the Snake Eater theme song. Dusty's the Metal Gear correspondent in my all of my friend group. <laughs> I don't you know need that to much listen about to. You need to just after this podcast, you need to just go on YouTube. Please listen to the live performance of Snake Eater. The live like, performance. It. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a black chick in front of like a, like a gigantic jazz band and then. Yeah, that it's sounds like the fire. Most sultry song ever. That sounds fire. I'm you not gonna lie. You're gonna think you're watching a James Bond movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> I'm gonna definitely check that out. Um, let's see what else we got. We got Immortals of Avium. It's a single player magic shooter from EA. Red flag. Red flag. Um, <laughs> we don't trust EA around these parts. I mean, it looked cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked it looked cool. Um. The microtransactions are gonna look cool too. I'm sure. Um, I'll say you didn't have to go in the whole list. I just. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to, to quick announce uh, the different things. Horizon Forbidden for Horizon. 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 <laughs> forbidden. 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 It's too many double letters, double consonants. Um, Horizon Forbidden West reveals Burning Shore DLC. Um, next is the game that i'm most hype about of anything i've already pre-ordered it the second the pre-orders were announced at the game awards i went on to my phone app in the playstation store pre hard pre-ordered it um diablo 4 (laughs) this looks like it's gonna be a a thousand hour plus game for me can they just make movies please I, I hate the cutscenes are gonna. This be. is the most like I I anticipate. I know nothing of Diablo. I've never touched a Diablo game. Yeah. I anticipate these trailers. The tra- no other. And I and when I tell you the trail like the quality of the trailers, all of the cutscenes in the game are like that too, which is crazy. Like delicious. They go crazy yeah, with the animation. Um, next up, I'm also hyped for this. Blue Protocol is an a- MMO. I did not know Amazon was publishing it though. That's kind of upsetting. 
um amazon has been showed to amazon has proved so far to be very very incompetent when it comes to game publishing and game releases i just your tone of voice is so flat when you're just hitting someone in the shins with a is metaphor, it? like <laughs> metaphorically you're just like and smack you in the shins <laughs> does that add or take away from the pain for me it, it's hilarious okay good i'll keep i'll keep it that way I think it adds to Because I want it to be as painful for Amazon as possible when they if they hear this by any chance. Um but I am hyped for Blue Protocol itself though as a game because I don't think they're developing it. They're just bringing it over here. So th- I think the game's going to be good. I think the monetization and the business stuff is going to be potentially bad and the support might be bad, but we'll see. Um Remnant 2, I was very shocked about that this game got oh, yeah, a sequel. I forgot. Yeah. About that too. Remnant 2 got a sequel. And I I'm hopeful for this because I think Remnant 1 had a lot of potential, but it it also felt like this is our first try. Let's just get a working concept out the door. You know what I mean? But I'm hoping with Remnant you 2. To play with me this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Everybody else played without me last time. And I was like, I would really like this game. I play I played I only played with you, I think. Yeah, you played with me. Yeah. But like we only played Yeah, we like, didn't get super far. Two levels. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get very far. But that's what I'm saying. I really like I saw the potential, but it was one of those games where playing it, it's like I can tell where these inspiration comes from and it just makes me want to play those other games. Whereas Remnant True. 2, I hope they really like hone in on things and like and and go all in on the potential and like learn from anything that learn from all the stuff from the first game like that's what i hope they do um what is this meet your maker from behavior interactive i think i know of this game but it's not coming to me at the moment um a game called banishers which i don't know much about sorry i don't know much about the last couple of these um crime boss i don't know much about uh cyberpunk 2077 is getting a phantom liberty liberty dlc um this was a big big announcement for a lot of people armored core 6 um which has been a rumored thing for a long time it's been rumored that FromSoft has been working on it alongside elden ring for a while um this obviously was the franchise that they were known for way before dark souls ever became a thing and so armor i know armor core fans have been a little upset that they kind of just it was one of those things where people thought they just abandoned the franchise because Dark Souls was so successful, but it's cool to see it come back. And I'm very curious to see how much Dark Souls influence is now in just their design philosophy and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, it kind of feels like being an Advanced Wars fan and watching Fire Emblem yes. shoot out of the wazoo every five seconds, but we can't get a guy yes. new Advanced Wars game. Perfect analogy there perfect analogy um and then final fantasy 16 still super hype about this trailer looked amazing like all the other trailers um and they actually forgot atomic heart on here which i'm surprised but i'm gonna say it because that is the other bioshock like game um but they forgot it but i i think we've seen like (laughs) we've been hearing about this for a while now yeah i feel Um, like i'm hyped for this one though atomic heart looks actually more actiony than uh the other one that i read yeah. a second ago uh it looks a lot more shooter and a lot more like just bombastic and explosive and stuff so i'm I'm really hyped for that one um but yeah that was all of the announcements and trailers and whatnot um some good stuff coming out of there some good stuff all right well cool. before i will say we need to speed up a i'm gonna speed bit, through the rest of the news i'm yet. going to say 
that uh before you talk about the Mario movie trailer again, I'm gonna mention that Kay showed me a trailer that I'm way more interested in. Tiz, do you wanna like take a wild guess at what this trailer might be about? I kind of referenced something close to it at the very top of the show. I know your memory's trash, but yeah, I have no you idea. Might remember. I can't even begin to guess. I'm sorry. Uh it may be related to Autobots. Oh, the transform I was gonna ask you about that at the top, like Did when you, you see the it. Transformers I did see it, yeah. But I, that's why I, I wanted to ask you because weren't you one of the? Correct me if I'm wrong, but were you one of the people that I talked to that was like starting to not be excited about Transformers anymore? Like that uh, hates. I talked to somebody who like hates Michael Bay Transformers. I don't think that was that wasn't you. Okay, so keep going then. Because I love Transformers. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming that was somebody else then. So. Okay, I literally almost shat myself because I'm like, there's no way they're doing Beast Wars. There's no way they're doing Beast Wars. There's no way. And I I still don't know if they're doing Beast Wars. Do you remember Beast Wars, Tiz? Kind of, yeah. I I remember. Well, I had the the T-Rex. It was like Cheetor. I had the the Megatron T-Rex. And the the rat. Yeah, yeah. And the the spider. I remember. And like all the... but weren't there hints weren't there hints of beast wars in the night one remember when optimus fights with the dinosaur but the dinobots oh no 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 because that was a little bit different and those were different characters got you okay but yeah i get what you're that was more of like hey there was transformers here in in ancient primordial times got you okay Whereas, like, I want this to be, like, the shitty, like, hey, uh, uh, the Allspark fucking hit the planet and turned animal like, the, like, the Transformers had to take on the forms of animals. animals yeah, I think that is going to be what this that is. Here. Yeah. But no, because I don't know, though, because there's, they show, like, in Optimus Prime. Like, oh, yeah, they do. The, the truck form, and then they show a gorilla form. They so, say it takes place in the 90s, too, or the one. 80s. Yo, if they're doing Beast Wars, I'm, y'all are about to see me, like, really lose it. I, I think it's going to be a hybrid. I think it's going to be, yeah. like, a weird hybrid. Not a weird hybrid, but, like, a hybrid they of, had, like... They had Cheetor, bro. They yeah. Cheetor. Yeah, yeah. And wasn't, right, wasn't, the, wasn't the gorilla... <laughs> so excited. Was the, maybe I misinterpreted the trailer, but was the gorilla, like, some ancient version of Optimus? No, the gorilla was Optimus Prime. Oh, the gorilla That's was the Optimus. About Beast okay. Wars. Yeah, go, the gorilla was Optimus. Got you. Okay. And they still had like Starscreen, I think, but he's yeah. like a wasp. And then they had um like a spider, like all the evil, like the the. Oh my god, I haven't watched Decepticons in a minute. Yes, the Decepticons <laughs> were all like scary animals, yeah. like like wasp and spiders yeah. and uh, what else was it? I can't remember the rat. Well, Megatron. Well, in Beast Wars, Megatron, Megatron was the T. Was he was the T Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I think there was like a ter- was there a pterodactyl or what? There was yeah, there was definitely a pterodactyl. Anyway, we won't do this right now. We'll do this later. But um, but yeah, I decided to announce that because I was super hyped for that trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's the only reason I didn't put it on here because I thought you were the person that didn't like Michael Bay Transformers. But no, now that I, I know, yeah, I love Mike. I love Transformers garbage. Yeah, the only my least favorite is Dark of the Moon. Because I rewatched I it and I'm like, this movie is awful. I agree, yeah. Um, as a movie, it's yeah. just awful. But yeah, Dark Dark of the Moon is my least favorite. But yeah, Extinction, Extinction with Mark Wahlberg, yeah, hilarious. I like loved Extinction, it. yeah. The one after that, hilarious. Yeah, loved it. Bumblebee was pretty but good. Yeah, I do. 
I do miss like sh- like Shia LaBeouf like prime Transformers. Yeah, I just like I like Shia LaBeouf like as a like as a being. Yeah, I like, <laughs> like he's just a like, funny dude. He, I liked him way more than Tom Holland. Yes. I'm just going to say that. But Tom Holland, like, slightly fills that void yeah. for me. Tom Holland's way more, like, uh, wholesome to me. Yeah. Whereas Shia, Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf is, like, dark, a little rough. Like, spark yeah. in his quippiness. He was, like, a little gutter kid. Like, a little street, <laughs> little street kid. A little street kid backstory. Whereas Tom Holland is, like, high rise. Like, I came from wealth. Like, that's how I think of it. <laughs> I oh, came no, from I acting see, I think wealth. of it as, like... It's like he's the kid that everybody likes. We're like, it's like Shia LaBeouf got picked on a little bit, you know? Yeah. He's seen the, he's seen the dark side of things. Got a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah, um, I, I do miss that character. Yeah. Sam. Sam. Wait, yeah. Sam with Wiki. Yeah. Sam with Wiki. <laughs> Are you username 51251? <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic scene. I love Transformers. That's a classic scene. Yeah, no, that's not me. Mm-hmm. I love T. I love Michael Bay's TMNT. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like the explosive right, action stuff. But yeah, let's, let's quickly blow through the rest of the news so we can talk about the best anime on the planet. Yeah, so new Mario trailer, <laughs> separate from the one that they played on the Game Awards, but they showed a little bit of Mario's voice. They showed DK, and they showed that there's going to be Mario Kart references in the movie. Stop showing my every time. I'm cool with the Mario movie until Mario talks. I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, done um i'm still mid on his voice like it's i'm probably just gonna ignore it but it's it's not quite the right voice i think is where i'm landing on it but it's not horrible either um it seems like the the one thing i did want to say about this trailer is it seems like every trailer mario is the one that talks the least i don't know why but that's what i noticed doesn't really talk that much but they got luigi yapping though luigi peach and toad are all everybody else is yapping i just thought it was interesting and like does nintendo are they not that happy with the voice either? Like, because it seems like they're very being secretive about but, showing off the voice bro, too much. What Mario game have you played where Mario's like hyper vocal? You no, I saying? agree with you. I agree with you. But that that goes for Luigi too, though. But Luigi is like it would be. It would be like watching. Um, it it would be like watching like a Legend of Zelda, right? But let's say Link talks as much as fucking Finn from Adventure Time. You'd yeah, be like be crazy. Why? Yeah, that'd be disgusting. I could understand if you need like a Jake the Dog to character to talk. Yeah. For that character. If they ever do the real if they ever do come back with the Zelda animated series or whatever they're gonna do with Zelda, mm-hmm. I hope Link is literally a silent protagonist. Like well, just like, like it's an RPG. Paper Mario, wasn't there always a side character talking more than Mario? Yeah, a hundred percent. For so, sure. That's all I'm saying. For but sure. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I just think when they're because they're also giving other characters that didn't talk voices and it's just mm-hmm. weird to me that they're showing those voices off. But when it comes to Mario, they're like, let's keep this hidden. Let's keep I this just, hidden. I guess in my brain, I'm like even thinking about the sports games. Like they'll make Toads talk. Yeah. You know, they'll make Koopas talk. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not. And I guess like playing even playing like the Mario RPG, mm-hmm. it's like I could see all the other characters being use the voice pieces whereas like but it mario never talks because yeah. it's always you yeah but i think sorry. that's what they should have did with the movie i think they should have just had him not talk they should have just had him do his wahoo and let's go like 
I don't think he needed guess, to talk. I guess <laughs> I'm all. thinking of it in the way that, like, you know how sometimes Ganon is, like, super, like, intellectual Ganon, but then in Breath of the Wild, he's just, like, a pig monster. Yeah. He's just a and demon And all the different spirit. forms he takes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I much more prefer, though, uh, sophisticated Ganon. I, I like oh, when you he know talks. Which one I like. When he talks. Yeah, Wind Waker Ganon is top tier, for sure. Yeah, because he's fucking, like, scary as shit, and he's, yeah. like... He's all ominous in the beginning. He's yeah. big and-, and he taunts you. Like he's always talks crap to you whenever like you come across him. <laughs> <laughs> he's Which always I looking love. at you over his shoulder. Yeah. He's like, Link, you bum. <laughs> You'll never catch up to me and get the Triforce. And I just sank your t- your hometown. Ha 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 ha. I love villains like that. Um But anyway, moving on from there. Uh Witcher Blood Origins pre- prequel got a trailer. Um, this looks interesting. I'm gonna watch it. It's gonna be short, four episodes. Um, and the main thing I like from what I saw about it is it seems like it's gonna focus on a cast of. I think they name dropped. They said seven characters. Um, so I like when stuff's kind of focused on like a a cast of of characters to remember. Cause from the normal Witcher show right now, I only remember Geralt and Yen and Siri. I don't remember any other characters. Um, I remember his 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 like dad figure. Oh yeah, Vesemir. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I re- I remember Vesemir from the game, so I don't know if that counts for me. Oh, well, um, I'm like I'm I'm saying it as someone who only made it through the game tutorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's valid. And then um, yeah. So that's all I really have to say about that. Um, I just wanted to shout out Jerry Lawson. Um, you brought him up to me. <laughs> he invented the cartridge, black dude. Um, just having fun and invented cartridge. the cartridge, which and I didn't know this either, but his team also is pretty much the the people who invented the the home game console. Like, there they had some early prototype, which like went on to become the first home game console, which then went yeah, on yeah. to inspire the Atari and all that stuff. I just thought it was funny. It's like they're like, I want to not do this out in a public place. I want to do this at home. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is simple, and that's why. I get mad when people are like, why can't you invent things? I'm like, because all the simple thoughts have been taken They've already. They've been taken, all right? yeah, honestly. Yo, it's funny you say that because no lie, I was in my kitchen and I was looking at my pop socket the other day. And I was like, my God, this thing is so simple. It's <laughs> literally just shaped air, like air shaped inside of some plastic and it goes up and down. I, and li- I think I refuse to buy them because they're so simple. But I think who- I'm like, no. Whoever invented this, though. 500 billionaire has to be and i'm just like it's always the obvious things that are the most unobvious i think and i i often think about that when i'm i want to be the person who invented velcro i always say that yes like it's always like it's some hooks they're just small hooks yeah. it's either the person who invented velcro or the person who invented like the barcode yeah right because <laughs> you have no idea who they are and like they invented something that we will never not need the barcode's <laughs> got to be complex though like i still don't really understand how a code is inside of that and it's a dip like it's always a unique code i still haven't like it's just bars bro it seems it's like magic ones, bro. <laughs> is it the length of the bars though like what is it yeah What's I think the calculation it's the bars. okay that's why there's fat ones and skinny ones yeah. but i think the fat ones are just many skinny ones right like grouped together in sequences oh, okay yeah. yeah see and you learn something new 
Um, <laughs> You're the computer head, all right? You went to school for computers. I went to school to learn how to grow things, okay? Save the plants. <laughs> <laughs> I, still, I still kill everything. Shoot, the Barco was probably before real computers, though. Like, the, yeah. when I say real computers, I mean, like, the computers I care about, not, like, yeah, primitive like computers, computers, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, but I anyway. Don't, I don't look that stuff up. Me neither. Shout out Jerry Lawson, though. Thank you. I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a, I'm about to get, like, a framed picture of Jerry Lawson just for his contributions to my life. Get that picture, get that one we saw where he's smiling. That and was like, a fire looks, picture. like, so simple. I'm a pixelated, like, I want though. that in your living room. I want it in pixel art. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> That's so fire, yeah. Well, Jerry Lawson, you made me who I am. I wouldn't be my, me without you. So I just want to take this time to thank you. Picture, you have a picture of your father and then a picture of Jerry Lawson. Jerry Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, father, for giving me a game console. Thank yeah. you, Jerry Lawson, for creating the cartridge that went in that game console. <laughs> yeah, I might be a... If it weren't for Jerry Lawson, I might be a filthy PC gamer. Look, I just say if it weren't for our father, because our mother is not the video game person. So oh, yeah, like, if no. it weren't for our mother, we definitely wouldn't have been. Or no. for our father, we definitely wouldn't have touched video games. Yeah, at all, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I know those kids. I grew up around those kids, too. Oh, yeah, I know a lot of those kids. Um, They're weird. <laughs> usually, yeah. Or they end up taking anger out other places and stuff. <laughs> um, but, yeah, moving on. Um, so this next news, I was super, super, super hype about, um, and they pretty much guaranteed got my money. Monster Hunter Rise has been announced. It's already on PC and Switch. It's been announced now for Xbox and PlayStation, um, and it's going to be on Game Pass, which is big. Um, the sad news, though, already, is... I already pre-downloaded it. On what? Game Pass. Okay, got you. Um, the sad news, though, is we won't be able to play together because there is no crossplay. No. Whatsoever. So I would have to also play on Xbox. Um I don't know well, why there's no crossplay. It's very weird to me. I don't have to get it on Xbox. That's just where I have it for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. Definitely play it where you can play it cuz I want to emphasize this best Monster Hunter game ever. Like ever. Yeah, that's why I'm like I literally just want to put hands on it somewhere. It's amazing. And that's the easiest place to put hands on it. Yeah, super super fun. So yeah, I'm I'm probably dropping sixty or seventy again for this game, and I'm gonna start over from scratch just because like once I saw this game on PC when it came out on PC compared to how it looks on Switch, I'm like, bruh, I feel like I'm being starved. Like I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm a kid and I have a bunch of brothers and sisters, and I like watch my parents feeding my brothers and sisters steak, and then when all the steaks ran out, they just throw the bones to me and the scraps. That's how oh, I feel no. like playing Monster Hunter on Switch after seeing the PC version. But um, Switch Pro 2023, please pray for it. Um, Mando Season 3 is launching March 1st. Hype for that. Um, and then yeah. lastly, the PS Plus games of December are scrumptious this month. We got the Mass Effect Legendary Collection. That's Mass Effect 1, 2, 3, and every single piece of DLC for all of the games. This it, this is up there with the greatest collections of all times in in video games. So is Mass Effect still worth playing at this point? Have you never played it before? Mass Effect is one of the greatest franchises in video games. Yes. Yes. Question. Download it now and play it. I've never played it. So. Play no, play it, play it like okay. yesterday, please. Okay. Please. Top of the backlog. 
top of the look Please. do you want it to supersede final fantasy 7 oh that's tough that's tough. that's next that's... on the backlog all right all right. Where does it go? Where does it go, bro? <laughs> so play play Final Fantasy VII first because it's newer okay. and it okay. feels more modern. Yes, Mass Effect is gonna have some stuff that feels older. Yes, it is. But yeah, yeah. I got so winter, yeah, I got keep, winter break coming up. I got put it put it right up. at put it right under Final Fantasy VII because yes, Mass Effect is it's like that. It's, it's it's on the list. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, also one of the most. I think maybe possibly the most divisive, like controversial ending ever in video games, like ever. Yeah, you um, said that. That's Mass why I gotta, 3. I gotta, I gotta get there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, oh, okay. Mass Effect Three. Gotcha. Mass Effect Three specifically, yeah. Because long story short, it was the whole thing with Mass Effect is your choices from game one carry all the way through to game three. Right, I do remember that. And people were upset that the ending of three didn't necessarily take into account all of the things uh, you did. And then they made an addendum to the ending. They actually updated the ending later. Um, (laughs) So I don't know how people feel about it now, but um, yeah, that's the whole thing there. And then other than that, Biomutant is, I think Biomutant, I played a little bit of it. It's like a solid B-tier game. Like it's like Mm -hmm. if you're bored and you want a game that's doing some unique stuff, it has some cool ideas, some fun combat, you can try this. The story is trash. It's not compelling at all. Um, the way they go about presenting the story is trash. Uh, there's a bunch of voice acting, but it's all the same voice, like the entire game. Every character's voice is the one voice actor, and he's telling the story from a narrator perspective. So he's narrating, uh-huh. and then he also reads the text of the characters that are speaking. Not a great design choice. I don't think it doesn't work out well. Um, and then the last game on here is this game called Divine Knockout, which is a new game, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it basically what it is, is it's three dimensional smash bros is the best way I can put it. So you pick the, it's a free to play game normally, I think, or maybe it's not free to play, but it's, it's, you pick heroes or different hero characters and they have different abilities based on which character, like there's a samurai, there's like a Valkyrie, there's like a, just different types of warriors from history. There's like a fire spirit, like just different. There's like Ymir, the ice giant from Norse mythology. Um, and you basically, they have a 3v3 modes, they have 2v2 and they have 1v1 and you go onto a map that's like a 3d plane and it has explosion boundaries on the edge. And your whole goal is to use your abilities to knock your opponents off of the map and blow them up like smash. And there's a whole percent life system. The higher the percent, the further you get knocked back. And it's essentially 3d smash bros. Um, and I think the freeness of it with the PlayStation Plus has gotten creators and stuff talking about it because a couple of creators I follow have started like playing it out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's cool. It's a cool little game for that people should try out. I think um, not super complex mechanically or anything, um, but it's it's a nice little party game. I'd say. Uh, but yeah, that is it for the news. Hopefully, I got through that in decent time. <laughs> um, it was All a right. lot. I need a favor. Yeah. Never done before here. I need you to um, copy the agenda right now. Yeah. And clear out my week and put in there, the first thing in there, put the excavation of Hobbs Barrow. Are you talking about for next week? Yes. Okay, yeah, I got you. Because I do not want to forget to talk about this game that I played. Mm-hmm. I just remembered it midway through the news, but it, it is worth mentioning because I'm like, it is a point-and-click adventure game, but I, I almost would tell you to play it. 
like that's how different it was okay so i just don't want to forget to mention that next week what's the what's it called it's the excavation of hobbs barrow excavation of hobbs oops hobbs barrow okay appreciate that yeah for sure all right you ready to get into some anime yes oh my god We made it. We made it. Oh man. Which of the juggernauts are we gonna start with? Oh man. I know we've missed a, a bit here. So I, I I would like to just let's start at Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Cause a oh. lot happened there too. Sheesh. A lot happened. Sheesh. Like a Game of Thrones a lot happened. Yeah. On Chainsaw Man. Yeah. So let's 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 review here. Um <laughs> we we got introduced to a lot of things in 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 quick fashion but mm. so after 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 uh the super perv bowl that happened that we talked about <laughs> yeah. in the last episode <laughs> um i think we got sent on our next mission yeah or no we were chilling we were chilling when stuff happened yeah 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 um in between missions start. if you will yeah, because we were introduced to the fact that um, there's basically a, a devil, the gun devil, which we've talked about previously, but he's a, n- extremely strong, mm. okay? And apparently he's extremely strong and extremely powerful, um, and he's on the radar of, of the devil hunting team, mm. and uh, but there's also, like... There's also like an initiative to like hunt Denji. Yeah. From the side of the devils. And we don't really know where that like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, why there's an initiative amongst the devils to hunt Denji. I just want to know that right here at the top. I just want to lay it out. I have a theory. I think these bullets that they're collecting are not the gun devil. I think they're some other devil that they think is the gun devil because it's bullets. Maybe it's related to the gun devil, whatever. I think the real gun devil is hiding in plain sight. He's a part of the detective agency. He literally is somebody who probably works with Denji every single day. <laughs> and from that point, he knows Denji's dangerous. He's putting the assassination hit on him. That's my theory. We can continue. My guess was that the like when there was that the scene, there was a couple scenes where it's like all the characters like raise guns at the same time. Yeah. And I, my theory was like that was the gun devil. Is the guns like he, or? It, it's all the like maybe he is all the bullets. Oh, uh, he right? is just like bullets. He can, yeah. He he can like disperse himself to like a group of thirty people with guns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that would be cool. He just fires out of all the guns. Yeah. But then like K, when I brought that up, K was like, because when we were like, what's happening? What's happening? When like all the people were being shot mm-hmm. in the head, and we were like. And I was like, maybe this is the gun devil. Like, this is his influence. Yeah. Um. But then Kay was like, well, then what the hell is that gigantic, like, we saw um when we learn about, um, I think it's, I forget his name all the time. I don't know if it's Hayakawa. But the guy with the top knot. Yeah. When we learned about his backstory, 
Kay was like, what was that like massive citywide like gun trail of destruction? Like yeah. that bullet line <laughs> like took out like whole buildings. So he's like, what is that then? Like, I think you're onto something, though, because in that train scene, they made a point to look at the gun and say, whoa, these assassins are using guns. Yeah. Nobody else uses gun. Why are they all of a sudden using guns? So I think it's definitely right. it's obviously tied to the gun devil. Like he's obviously behind it in some way, shape or form, because he's the more gu- fear of guns you instill. Uh, from what it seems like, the stronger he becomes. Right. And it makes sense that there's a huge fear of guns in a country where guns are illegal exactly so yeah um but yeah that there's that initiative and so because there's a like come it i guess it's weird that the devils are like we're kind of working together or all i guess they're usually very selfish and independent is my guess and so um, wait what makes Mach- you say that they're working together because it's like they're all trying to hunt denji but we don't know why. Are they hunting him though? They're ch- they're coming after him. Cause the, from what I saw, those those people, and not to jump ahead too much, but those people who yeah. specifically went to assassinate Denji, yeah. one of them was a hybrid like Denji, and the other one yes. had a was a human with a contract with the devil. With a contract, yes. Yeah. But don't forget that that whole hotel was a demon that was just coming for Denji. Well, no, I thought I thought Denji's job was to go investigate the hotel, and that's when the hotel attacked them. Like, I thought that no, was their mission. They already knew about Denji. Like, the, the hotel already knew about Denji. Okay, so it had, like, heard about and that's him. What they find, that's what they found out. Okay. Got you. Because um, it's specific. Like, that's, like, the, the this recent episode where the hybrid guy you're talking about. Yeah. They're the, that's the second mention of someone wanting to eat Denji's heart specifically. Yeah. Or, like, saving his heart for some purpose. Yeah. So that's the only reason I say that. So we're setting all up this all up because after like what feels like we're coming off of the climax of the kind of the hotel fight mm. and then like Denji's personal goals and meeting everybody, we're just kind of sideswiped by the all these scenes of devil hunters being executed mm. by like random people in different where, wherever they are during the, those times of day. Yeah. And then that's when we find out that the the devil one of the, the hybrid guy is a like a human that's chilling out in a cafe next to um our main characters mm-hmm. like Himeno and Denji and is Top it the knot. knife crew? There's like four people. Oh, uh, Hayakawa, the blue, uh, the ponytail guy. Yeah, they're all sitting there for lunch, and that's kind of when everything breaks out. Yeah, and um. Yeah, I don't know what do you, what do you want to point out here because it's it's very erratic. Everything is just happening at this point. Yeah. So even before that, I want to back up just a little bit. What did you think when Maki got shot in the head? I didn't think anything because I wasn't thinking <laughs> at all. Like, did you think, oh, she's really dead, or did you think maybe she'll come back later? Did well, you think like when, she can't be dead? When I didn't really consider everybody being dead until like. Himeno was like fighting for her life yeah and then that's when it got real for me because yeah. i didn't really know i didn't really like the way they were cutting back and forth i didn't really comprehend what was happening oh okay because yeah my first my first thought there though was like actually my first thought there was like maki's the gun devil she's gonna survive this somehow because she's immune to guns she did survive it like, but i still I think there's go, something weird i didn't about go her. there but i also don't think that 
she's that dumb to just get shot in the back of the head either. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, like part of me was like it could have just been faking it. Yeah. That could like be a thing. Yeah. Of some sort For sure. That we don't understand. For sure. Um so but in terms of the building fight, the the rooftop fight, amazing animation, first of all, like super hype scene. And I was excited that we actually got into it without a clip uh, uh, to be continued happening. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty great. Well, at least most of the fight. I think a to be continued did happen somewhere in there. At the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but we got into it. The sword dude was cool. Denji was actually not in it for a while. It was just, uh, was his name Haikawa? Yeah, Aikawa? I'm saying Aikawa? that for now. <laughs> okay. Um, top Knot. I'm probably, I'm going to call him Top Knot. Um, he was the kind of the main one fighting. Um, and there's kind of this whole thing with him and his sword like Mm -hmm. he had he has a they all have the contracts with different devils and whatnot he seems to have two different contracts he has the one with the fox devil where he calls the head up that bites people and it seems like he has one with like this sword and i don't know exactly what it is but it seems like it was using nails so maybe it's like a nail devil or something but it seems like basically what his ability was is when he stabs you with the sword he summons the demon at the same time and it the demon puts a nail in you wherever he stabs you and it seems like if you get stabbed like three times by the same attack then you just die like it just, the demon just comes up and claims it was your some life kind of like countdown that, that happened yeah i do remember that part yeah um, um and every yeah, time sorry, he uses it is hayakawa but it's also so aki, <laughs> I was aki. Like, I know that's I'm the like one i keep thinking of yeah yeah i'm like i know i'm forgetting what they call him but yeah it's, it's, she's aki got you um but yeah it seems like also when he uses that ability it takes years off of his own life too and and in addition to killing whoever he uses it on um so that's i think mechanics like that are interesting in anime where a character has like really strong power but it like literally kills them whenever they use it i think that's kind of cool um and then there's really one part about the scene i want to highlight um and it's when what's the eye patch girl's name power Oh, no, Himeno, sorry. Himeno, yeah. So Himeno and Aki kind of, we've been kind of getting a thing. Himeno is kind of in love with Aki. And she kind of has this past of losing partners. And, and she she kind of has this fondness of Aki where it's like she's scared that she's going to lose him because he has his head on his shoulder straight. And in the past, everyone who had their head on their shoulder straight died, like, early, died young, basically. Right. Um, just because of the craziness of their prof- profession. Um, but there was this scene basically where Himeno, Aki's losing and he's about to die or whatever. And then you see Himeno, she, she got shot earlier. So as part of the assassination, she's literally bleeding out. And I'm assuming she's going to die no matter what, at some point, if she's not taken to a hospital. So she's like actively bleeding out from this gunshot wound. And it, from what I saw, it looked like she was basically like, well, I'm going to die anyway. So if I can use the rest of my life to save this kid that I care about a lot. I'm going to do that. So she basically like goes all in on her contract with her like ghost arm devil thing. And I love the line she uses. She's like, I'm going to give you all of me. I'm going to give you everything I got. If you just give me everything you got. And then the yeah. the devil's just like, I understand. And then you just oh, see, Oh, go ahead. Let's not forget the part before that. Cause there's one thing that happens that I really like about what the part you're saying, which yeah. is like, First, she's like, we got to go after her to the to the ghost. And the ghost is like, oh, hell no. She's scary. Yeah. Talking about (laughs) 
the, the snake no, girl the, the snake girl yeah yeah she was like oh hell no she's scary yeah and then she's like i'll give you everything and that's when it, the devil's like okay yeah <laughs> like immediately is like i'll take that deal <laughs> yeah and like i knew what she meant the second she said i was like oh you're dead you're dead you're trading your life yeah. for this power right now yeah um and so she has a whole out uh ghost hand devil goes into like its full form and fights the snake or whatever which is completely fruitless and pointless yeah it doesn't end up working out but here's the part that really stood out to me and this is where i think devil man can be called a great anime and here's what i think is the little things in shows that makes the difference between a great anime and maybe if a maybe if a different studio got this and maybe i'm I'm hoping mappa is the right person to give this credit to because in my eyes if a different studio got this maybe this is where things like the same ip becomes a worse anime you know what i mean but there's this scene where what's her face is she's did the ghost hand thing she's kind of in the middle of fighting the snake and we know already that she lost one of her arms to the ghost like that was one of the trade-offs she made in the past so she's already missing an arm she puts her other arm out her good arm the music changes in a very specific way here it almost cuts out and gets this like muffled kind of silence, kind of intense sound to it. I don't even know how mm-hmm. to describe it. But then there's this sound effect and you just see her arm just whoosh, like it just whoosh, like just vanishes like and you see the sleeve falling in slow motion. Yeah. And it's and it does that for a while and then it goes back and forth. It's still playing the intense music. It like flashes between a couple of different characters, but it flashes off of her, flashes back onto her. And it, it's doing this like inner monologue in her head and whatnot. It's still dramatic in the background. It flashes away again. And later it flashes back and her body's just a pile of clothes. But it's the way they handled that moment where like the sound effect of the body parts disappearing along with the slow motion, along with the specific camera angles they used, along with the specific way they did the music, I think for me made that scene like extremely impactful. In addition to, like, way earlier at the beginning of the first episode that we started talking about, where he's in the bedroom, he wakes up with uh, Jimeno, and they're having breakfast or whatever, and she says this one little line, she's like, can you convince Aki, or can you bring, come, you should come over and have breakfast more often, and bring Aki when you do, and they basically made this whole deal, like, yo, you help me get Aki, I'll help you get uh, Maki maki yeah yeah and i just thought that's like to me that's like amazing writing where that very tiny bit of foreshadowing like yo i think i'm gonna have a lot more chances at breakfast whereas us the viewers are not knowing that this is the last time we're ever gonna see this character and like little stuff like that to me that come to me i i see that stuff as like a director's those are like director's decisions, you know what I mean? And like well, how like, the camera's angles are and stuff. See, to me, it's like Game of Thrones is now made me numb to that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, right? Because now I'm just, anytime things are nice, I'm like, someone's going to die. Yeah. Right? It just immediately, I'm like, so like uh, just, it, it happened with uh, Hot D. Like, yeah. I'm like, Lucerys, he's dead. Because yeah. I love him now. So yeah. he's dead. Um, <laughs> but I, I hear everything you're saying and i'm i just wanted to add that this show is to me is about small stuff like yeah. it, all it had like it went this show won me over the moment that it's like 
when she threw up in Denji's mouth. Insane. <laughs> and he flashed. His thought is like when he was laughing at rats for yeah. eating vomit while he was eating trash. Like yeah. that is so yeah. specific and weird and hilarious yeah. in that moment in time. And so I'm like, yeah, I think it's just timing. The show has really good timing for yeah. how simplistic everything is. It, it's it's yeah. serving things up that are very simplistic, but it's doing it in a complicated way. Very intense. And and do you agree that if like maybe some other random studio did that, that, that it could possibly have been a lot worse? Like it, it or is that just me? Like, am I maybe, giving too but, much credit to MAPPA? I mean, like, I think MAPPA has his hands on a lot right now, so the influence is widespread. Yeah. So, to me, it's hard to find something uninfluenced by MAPPA or Trigger or at this point. But yeah. perhaps, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Because it's like... I'm trying to think of a studio that I, that would handle it badly, though. That's the thing that I'm struggling with. Well, it, it's not it's not to pick <laughs> on a specific studio. It's just right, to say right, that right. that's what I'm saying. I'm like, because I've I seen couldn't... great studios do bad work, right? Like, yeah. Um. So I think it just. I I think the point I'm just trying to say is that like, but oh, it feels like good another, direction. That's another thing. Uh, so here's another case for just doing the thing right. Like, just do the thing that already exists. When I've went back to read this, it's panel for panel. It's yeah. pretty much panel for panel. Yeah. And it's like, what's the other show that's basically panel for panel? Yeah. My Hero. Yeah. But it's I like, think though. Do the like, they're just doing the thing that already exists. But I'm glad you said that, though, because I think that's exactly what I'm trying to get across is that even if you follow panel for panel, animation is a big difference from still. And like panels don't have music. Pan panels don't have slow no, but, motion but or bro, fast motion. Panels saying, don't have. You know what I'm saying, though? No, no, no. I get that. But. I what you're what I'm trying to get out of what you're saying yeah. is that some another studio might not have even done what was in the panels. Oh, 100%, they might have just yeah. went from here's her whole body to yeah. here's her clothes on the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say is like yeah. they might have skipped those pan panels where I think Mappa is honoring those every panels. single panel because it it it's very similar to that. Yeah, in the manga. I agree. So yeah, I think I think they're doing a good job. Because I didn't understand what was happening with Aki's curse sword until I read the pan the manga. Oh, I really? Didn't quite understand what was happening there. Did you Did you hear where she commented on it right after the? No, I didn't. I didn't. It didn't click for me and after until he like said how many years he had left to live. Yeah. So like right after, like right after he did the attack on the sword dude, the snake dude was like, or the snake girl was like hmm it seems like she was she was like something she did her like anime observation thing where she was like hmm it seems like the more nails that hit a target the closer to death it gets or something like she essentially like did her outsider explanation of the ability mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um so that's kind of where where i was getting my understanding of it from was because right after he did it she was just like oh here's what i observed happening um, which seemed like exactly what was happening. Like he hit, he hit the dude with a couple nails, and then by like the third nail, he was like emphasizing the number so much that I was like, oh, it must be a thing of like if you get hit so many times. And it's it's, it's not a unique ability either. I don't think like because com what comes to mind is there's a Bleach character. I don't think you've gotten to her yet, but her whole ability is like bee stings, and mm -hmm. if she 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 basically stings you once it leaves a mark on your body and if she ever hits the same mark again you die 
And so, like, to me, this is very reminiscent of that, where it's, like, a count of how many times I hit this target before it's just hard KO, like, hard, you can't stop this thing, it's gonna just murder you. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought the whole thing was cool. The whole thing was really cool. Um, there's only one other really thing I want to, like, that really s- stuck out to me that I really, really want to talk about. Um, so I'll throw it back to you in, in, until we get there. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You want me to just jump to it? Okay, so do you remember the part at right after? Not after, but so Denji gets woken up at, with Himeno dying. She pulls his chainsaw cord, and he turns into chainsaw man. He starts fighting. The sword guy comes back to life, um, I think via some unknown devil contract or something like that. And Denji, Denji quickly gets, he, he gets beat pretty bad, unfortunately. He gets sliced in half, and he's, like, dying, presumably. Um, and then out of nowhere, almost as the villains are leaving, one dude, like, he acts weird, like he gets a weird feeling, and his body yeah. just gets crushed <laughs> into the pavement into a big blood splatter. I wouldn't even say crush. It, it just bursts. Burst, yeah, <laughs> like, it, like, exploded. Um, and in my, my first thing was like, oh, my God, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, it's good old Maki doing weird stuff. Um, so for one, I'm she's not, her Maki. Huh? Huh? respect her name. Oh, it's not Maki. <laughs> it's why Maki am I calling Maki. her Maki? I don't know. I don't know why either. I'm like, did we watch something recently? Oh, cause of, cause of Juju. <laughs> that's why you're Oh yeah. Maki. Maki is a Juju character. Yeah, that's right. Makima. Yeah. Makima. Thank you. Um, Miss sh- Makima. Miss Makima. I should put the miss As on Dindy it too. I got to respect her, um, before she kills me. but so for one she's alive after they showed her getting shot in the head we don't know if it was fake or real or what happened there but on the train they they flash back real quick and they just show her attackers got completely annihilated by her off screen we don't know what exactly she did to them but i'm sure it's devil related um but then fast forward to when she crushes the dude who's taken they're about to escape with denji's body um, she has this re- weird ritual going on where I think they're prisoners that she's sacrificing. So well, the one before we get there, let's not forget that the two guys that come to the train where the shooting was, and yeah. she steps out, and they, you know, they're like, "There was a sh- we heard there was a shooting." She and you're and covered she, in blood. Like you're alive, and she's like, oh, "I didn't get shot." Yeah, and it's like, "Okay, why are you lying?" Yeah. Like we're immediately like, "Why are you lying?" And she was also like, "Oh, this blood? That's not my blood. Don't worry about my it." Blood. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah she's, she's scary so she's scary um i like her <laughs> yeah no i like her a lot i like that she's scary um but yeah so go back so yeah they asked for 30 death row comics. death row that's what i thought okay they must be on death row yeah so already you're like uh, so she's not a horrible person why. yeah um but they're all blindfolded and they get led up to this like summit this weird looking ritual like ritualistic oh, looking summit on the way there too by the way they get a nice meal okay so they get know. a meal okay so cool. you don't feel bad yeah, yeah. they get a nice meal there some of them are like chowing down hard yeah <laughs> i wonder if they were told it was going to be their last meal i'm guessing since they were death row maybe that's just how they carry out their death sentences i don't know <laughs> i have no idea um but anyway everybody's blindfolded except for makima even the the other uh agency uh, members they're all like uh nobody's allowed except for higher they're ranking too, people they're too low ranking to yeah. know what her her devil, devil contract, contract is. is yeah um and apparently so are we 
But all we saw is she walks up to each prisoner one by one. She tells them to say a name. They say the name. She twists her hands together in like a cupping kind of like makes twisting a, motion. She makes like a, a Naruto ninjutsu symbol, symbol yeah. with their hands. Whoever's name, presumably, that the prisoner said then gets proceeds to get exploded, twisted, or crushed. Um, and boxed. it's just like one after another. We still have no idea how it works and why it wasn't why she didn't kill the snake girl it or the sword dude. It appears to at least be like a one-for-one sacrifice yeah. for a regular human. That's what it seems like. Um, and then also to note, after they recited the name the prisoner, they, the prisoner basically would just drop dead. Like, no gore or nothing. They would just slump over dead. Um, so yeah, very interesting god-level abilities from <laughs> Makima there. I wonder how much she had to sacrifice to get those. That's, that was my first question. Is, is who did you have to murder? How many of your family members did you have to murder for this ability? What horrible thing did you go through as a child for this ability? Um, and are you actually the main villain? These are all questions that came to my head. Um, but what were, what were you thinking in that moment? I wasn't thinking nothing. I was just like, yeah, this is why she's in charge. <laughs> Don't because cross her. I was more... I, I, still, I still can't remember the order of things, but we're also shown a scene where um one of the other special division agents uh comes to makima and the two other agents and you know he's basically like all the other divisions are blown out yeah. um they were all attacked um these only the like they said only the uh demi human agents were left mm. were, <laughs> were left to question who those are mm-hmm. um and then he hands her a letter and when she asks what it is, he says it's his letter of resignation because he yeah, will not work under her command. I am he's out. Like, it's either die or just go work for the private sector. Yeah. So he's like, I quit. And yeah. then he asks her, how much of this did you anticipate? Yeah. And she just says, I can't tell you. I can't tell civilians uh, public sector info. intel. You shouldn't have just quit, dummy. Intel. And so I thought that was hilarious. That I'm was like, hilarious. <laughs> she's like... I would have told you if you didn't quit. Bye. Burn. But it's like that implies that she knew that this was gonna happen. She definitely knew. I think Crazy. she de- she I think she knows everything that's gonna happen with everybody. <laughs> like she's a puppet master. You can t- I could tell from day one she was the puppet master character of the show. Um I don't know what she's puppeting, but she's puppeting something. Um and then uh another uh, one of our rookie characters which i'm staring at her now is nice Kobani, i was gonna bring her up the next. girl who almost killed denji in yeah. the hotel episode yeah. um she is actually the one who kind of shows up to rescue denji's yeah. torso <laughs> and aki because yeah. aki's still there but kind of like he's, he's beat like up unconscious commission um so yeah she shows up like uh, about what 10 blocks away would yeah. you say yeah 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 <laughs> And um, when the very strong girl with a very gigantic worm demon devil who clearly only has to sacrifice fingernails to which uh, looks really painful, by the way, too. Like, I don't know that I would choose that power mind. Yeah. Um, But yeah, she sticks her gigantic worm, which has been like, you know, just destroyed him. Himeno's life like in an instant. Like it was nothing. Um, She sends that worm after poor Kobani. And we're like wow kobini is suddenly really confident when she was like the biggest coward yeah um 
So we get to see that she is just she's a beast, really fast and <laughs> yeah. dangerous with a knife, <laughs> like <laughs> to the point where the half hybrid de- devil, like katana devil guy, yeah, who I like to refer to as Katana Jotaro, yeah. He's cool. I like him, even though he's a bad guy. Because of his hat and cape combo yeah. that look like Jotaro. He's cool. <laughs> uh, he He's like, what is she, a monkey? Yeah. Because <laughs> she literally just runs along the body of the worm, closes the distance, cuts with the a katana guy's knife. arm off. Yeah, with just a regular chef's butcher knife. Yeah. And um, grabs uh, Denji's torso and starts using it as a shield. So to, uh, question, question about that, though, because this was a debate going on on the internet. Do you think that she is just like the Rock Lee of the show, or do you think she has some weird contract with like a monkey or a bunny devil or something that gave her I those mean, abilities? She could have some kind of devil contract, but to our knowledge, we don't see her sacrifice anything. That's what I'm. And yeah, we know so that you, that is like kind of part of it, but right. also like I don't know when I when Aki calls the fox devil, what does he sacrifice? Exactly. Well, he he said that he sacrifices his blood. He lets it drink his blood. He oh, had a okay. bandage on his arm with like bite marks. Gotcha. But we that's that's the other thing too though. I think at some point we'll probably get introduced to people who have to sacrifice things that aren't visually obvious. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like I bet you there's going to be someone who sacrifices memories or there's going to be someone <laughs> who sacrifices internal organs or there's going to be someone who sacrifices, I don't know, their siblings or something. Like I feel like that's got to be a thing that's coming up soon that we just haven't seen yet. Sure. Um, it can't all just be I like mean, fingernails and stuff. Maybe it can, part but eight, part eight of JoJo, they like stands be just become like concepts. Yeah. As opposed to like. <laughs> I'm almost finished that. By the way, I didn't finish. That's why I didn't bring it up this episode. But I'll be oh, finished by next. Six. I'm talking about like the oh. manga part. Oh, part eight. eight. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. So. Denji was not captured. By the enemy yeah and anything else I, I i would just say that it's interesting going forward knowing that there's a bunch of other dingies out there potentially a little bit ahead <laughs> so i know what it's about to come oh you know okay um and i laughed a little bit because i'm like outside of everything that's kind of been untraditional so far yeah about this show the next part is about to be very tournament arc baby <laughs> no <laughs> oh think simpler <laughs> think think before tournament arc training arc baby <laughs> <laughs> training power up arc let's go. go see dingy oh. super saiyan transformation can't wait so i'm still waiting to fully understand if this is a red wedding situation mm. or if because uh, Kay is convinced that Himeno is going to return in some other form. Like, mm. he thinks mm. that she's going to be like a ghost arm or something. Like a devil herself. Mm-hmm. That could be cool. Or she's going to return in some sort of, like, different form. Yeah, that could be cool. So, a lot of, a couple of people I talked to think that yeah. we might see some of these characters again. I could see it. I could see it. Um, should we move on to my hero? Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. All right, you go first so I can finish eating this candy. Oh, yeah, no problem. So let me think. My A lot of happened in My Hero as well. A lot of it revolving the Tamura fight still. Um, I did actually see the part you told about, you told me about last time where he crushed uh, 
Gran Torino. I don't know how I missed that the first time, but Boy he trashed Gran Torino. Like he's oh, not, yeah, like, he's never flying again. I'm like, yeah, I'm like to the point where I'm like, can Gran Torino still move like he does? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's ever flying again unless he gets some airy magic, which I don't think is gonna happen. Um, because that would be too convenient. But um, I'm trying to think of what the 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 stuff that really stood out to me. Um, oh, I think the first thing of note is we get like a. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The episode that we're referencing first is the one that starts off with with Bakugo. Yes. Defending Deku. Yeah. Like, human shield style defending Deku. So basically, Bakugo gets stabbed because he pushes Deku out the way. Um, and oh, and they named that thing, and I, now I'm forgetting the name of it. I forget. There was too. a name for that red and black shit. I know All for One, the old All for One, used it a lot in his fight with All Might. Um, mm-hmm. and he basically says like, because Tomura was in such bad shape, that quirk auto activated to like defend him. Cause he just he got torched basically. Like yeah. Spider arms. Yeah. Like his healing is not working anymore because of Endeavor and all that. Um, and he's in very bad shape, but basically he stabs Bakugo that triggers Deku to like snap basically. And he, d- he goes into this weird, like he wraps black whip around his body i don't know if that's to like keep it contained so it doesn't break as much or whatever but it seems like he taps into more of one for all his power wraps his body into like a semi costume sort of thing like it kind of resembles his hero costume and he kind of goes into like a rage mode almost almost like what he did when he fought overload overhaul but not as intense Mm -hmm. it was more just like a brief flash of power um and he would just beating the crap out of tomura in the air basically for a little bit um and then that episode is primarily a in i I would say like a, a mental dimension yeah yeah where we have an interaction between like kind of all the generations of one for all um not all of them but a, a few generations of all for one yeah. i'm sorry one for all the ones we know of so Run far again. <laughs> yes and then um uh tomura having his struggles against all, all for, for ones one. trying yes. to brain control him um I think Tomura now is something that's interesting. I think Tomura is just now realizing that all for one isn't really on your side. Like he just wants your body for himself. He's a body. He's a classic anime brain body snatcher. Thing. Yeah, exactly. But it's, like, it's not even a full transfer of his brain. It's right? just it's his like, conscious it's just his, his will want to like. Yeah, it's just yeah. his want to like be greedy for yeah. quirks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's all he transferred. Need to like uh, to get back what his brother took from him. Yeah, that's exactly. He's a very angry, disgruntled man. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even say so. It's more, to me, it's more maniacal because he's always grinning. He is it's like always his grinning, face yeah. He's like melted off, but he's always grinning. He's always got that weird smile. You can on. hear the grin in his speech. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like Joker style creepy. Yeah. And it's like um, that weird, it's like because All Might's always smiling too, but when you look at All Might's smile, you actually feel hope. But. They did a good job because when you look at all for one smile, you get like despair and like evil, <laughs> bad intentions. Um, so I think that's a good uh, like duality they did there. Um, but I think most of that episode, correct me if I'm wrong, was just that it was that air battle and like the mental stuff. Um, They're just doing yeah, a lot it of was callbacks. Just that kind of explanation. And yeah. Yeah. Um. And so I think the next episode is really the one where the craziness pops off. Uh, so 
basically Endeavor just did his last attack. He's out of energy now. And so Bakugo got stabbed, so he's beat up. Uh, Deku's beat up from using all for one for so long. And it's basically just Shoto there <laughs> at this point. And some other heroes... Shoto and Hado. Who's the other person? Hado. Hado. Who's Hado? I don't know, but I remember Shoto turned to Endeavor and he said, you protect Deku and Bakugo, me and Hado will hold off Tomura. I'm assuming it's the, the spiral girl? Yeah, because... The, the third, the big three girl? Yeah, because I was just I about was to her. say some backup showed up and it was her and yeah. some other people who I'm forgetting. Sorry, B-tier heroes. I think that's Hado. Yeah. Um, where is Homeboy actually right now? Where is Homeboy who eats food and turns into the food, the other big three guy? Yeah, too, but... I thought about Sun Eater, but Sun Eater was like in the front line. Remember, so he, he is in, in like, the fight. He was with a uh, fat, uh, fat gum, like running oh, in. Oh, okay. So I'm like, he might be like still recovering. But he he was in the fight though. At some point, he was a yeah, part of yeah, the fight. Yeah, he was okay. he was on the front lines. Like gotcha. I remember him in like the episode they ran in. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I still really don't know what any how time is working right now. I don't know how they long has passed. On, like since the war, I think it's so only been a couple of hours. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Um, if that, but yeah, so some backup. Like, Mirion so bad. Would you say they need Mirion? They do need Mirion, yeah. So they, bad. They do need Mirion, but like, I was no funny. I was actually thinking about that, but my thought was like, does his power work that well in a big open field where he can only face through the floor and not a bunch of walls he, and stuff? He could just fade, he could keep Shigaraki from being able to touch anything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because he could just make Shigaraki face through everything. Make him go into the floor. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. So I'm like, he would be like a huge help. Yeah. God, I wish. Yeah, I wish we could see the reality of of him being there. Because it could have like he could have like faced uh, him into the building. Like. It feels like he got <laughs> robbed as a character, yo. He did. <laughs> My he really got robbed. This, like, they did this to Shoto. They're yeah. doing it to Mirion. Like, he got robbed. He get robbed. There's so many characters get robbed in My Hero. He got. He didn't get to live up to it's his like potential. There's no time, but yeah. there's so much time. And it's crazy because Aerie's right there, yo. Somebody train her, <laughs> please. Oh Where's Professor Xavier at? <laughs> like, all we got of Aerie this season was a flashback from Ayazawa thinking about her before he cut his leg off. Yeah. That's the most of Aerie we've gotten. And like, you, you telling that. me nobody can convince her to use her powers? Nobody here. Not crazy. convince her, just c- control it. Period. We don't. We, there's nobody with a quirk that like like rogue where you can steal her quirk and then use it better than her. Like nobody has that. Jeez. Copy guy, aren't they using? Do you think they're having copy guy try? Maybe that maybe they had him try and he can't because it's too strong or something. I have no idea. But he has. There's stuff he can't copy too, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, like he can't copy. He can't copy quirks that are like birth quirks right like he can't like frog girl i don't think he can copy i might be wrong about this but i thought i heard that i don't know either um i thought i'm shutting up but yeah basically the the backup came on the hero side and they were like yo gigantamachi is still on his way we gotta we gotta get out of here um very shortly after gigantamachi shows up and then um he's like yo tomorrow what's the next order what, what do you want me to do but Tamura's still unconscious so we don't know what his orders are yet but on machia's back is our boy blue flame dobby well, i'll just mention before we get here there's like an unnecessary fight between ochako and toga 
Oh yeah, I blanked that out in my mind. I'm not gonna lie. I, <laughs> so that happens. Yeah. And we'll just, that's all we really need to say about that. That was weird. Wait, was she twice? I love twice. He was my best friend. Yeah, I feel. I feel like there's always they're feeling like the need to always reference twice as yeah. like a memorable character. But I'm just like he's dead. Yeah, like, it's we cool. got it. Y'all did a good job with him. Like I applaud yeah, how like you handled him. <laughs> yeah, like it was like it felt. I felt it. Felt real. You know. Yeah. But let's move on. Yeah. You keep mentioning it. <laughs> it's gonna feel like i don't know it's gonna feel like you're like you did it on purpose or something but they're they're also though did you peep they're also doing this weird thing of like you love deku and i love deku did you notice that like toga yes yeah but they've been doing that since she existed so it's like this weird jealousy thing that is not it's only one-sided because it's only on toga's side because gravity's not i've never heard her be like oh i'm not letting you get to deck like you know what i mean like it seems like a but weird you notice that she'll say i love deku but then she'll say i love ochako too like she's weird yeah. she's she's uses the word love too freely. loosely <laughs> yeah because yeah she says it about him but then she'll say it about her too yeah like she's obsessed with both of them it's 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 strange thing. yeah yeah um so i don't know exactly what they're trying to do with that um it's some t- like I said, some characters don't need spotlight when others are getting robbed of it. I agree, yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so like my- compress. I would like to see more about compress, but you know, Toga. Is Compress uh the magician? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cool. Alright, um, but where were we? But yeah, so Dobby pulls up Dobby and the other uh, lieutenants of the League of Villains, uh, the people who are close to Tomura, they're all on Makia's back, along with the little navigator dude who I still don't really know what his power is. But um, basically, Dobby, Dobby pops up like, yo, this is the moment. I F this war. I don't care about all this hero and villain crap. I don't care about none of this crap. I don't care about you, Tomura. I don't care that you're injured in a burnt crispy nugget over here. I'm not even going to acknowledge you. I'm not even going to acknowledge anybody except for one person. There's only one person here that I care if they hear what I say. And so he got up on his soapbox and he, he got into his maniacal, like, insanity bag for a second. And he was basically like, pour, he pours this bottle. He whips out a random bottle of water that I'm assuming he's had on him. First he puts in the DVD at the news station. Yeah. He presses play on the Oh, I play. forgot about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot he did his first, little super villain there's a, video. There's a nationwide broadcast. Yeah, that start. Got to expose the number one hero. Um, but yeah, it's he was so weird and like side plotty. It but is then weird. It's also super important. Yeah, and it's very like villain tropey. Like that's this like the thing villains like, do. This feels like something like our mom will watch. Like this feels yeah. like something like it's like the 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 evil CEO's kid yeah it's like on t or like the the the, the guy's running for governor his yeah. kid is actually a like terrorist that's been terrorizing the town exactly like, <laughs> like i'm pretty sure they even did this in like the the new uh fresh prince plot where it's like the dude the, the dad <laughs> uncle phil was running for like uh da and somebody had like dirt they had like the dirt about will and where he came from and they're like threatening to release it to all the other contestants <laughs> like it's such like a cliche like i'm gonna release the footage Mwahaha. like but like they've been hinting at this for a while right and yeah. that's why we've been making all these guesses and constantly like half joking but like half serious like yeah 
pointing at this because I, I felt like that we I think we all felt like this was gonna be a super important important plot point. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. And I no, I got a lot of jokes here. So <laughs> I think he had that water bottle ever since he bought the hair dye. I think it's just been on him, like waiting for this exact moment. He's I'm never gonna opened go it. It's just it's a solvent. It's some type of solvent. <laughs> you don't think it's just water? It's not. It can't just be water. <laughs> My boy's been like fighting ice dudes. Like it would have washed off at some point if it was just regular like dye. Yeah. It's got to be like some special solvent. I remember this. you mentioned his sweat earlier. Maybe his sweat glands were burned shut, like his tear glands were. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, what is he water repellent? Like it never rained. <laughs> he doesn't go outside in the rain. There's never a fog, or are we just saying he's so like he's so hot that the the there's like an area of dry space around him that's just always dry. <laughs> he's a pocket of dry. dry but then air. I have to imagine that he'd be crusty like Tomura, like you know when yeah, they show yeah, baby yeah. Tomura and his lips are always crusty. He's always chapped. <laughs> yeah, like I would expect him to look like that then if he's that dry. If everything just evaporates when it comes in close to him. Oh man, but no. So he pours this solution on his head, and it washes out his hair dye, revealing his white hair. And his dad's all of a sudden shocked, like, "Oh, I recognize you now," even though I didn't when you had slightly different hair color. Which that Bro, to me is like, I don't like, know if fam. I would recognize you if you know you had like stapled on jaw, stapled on face. Your hair was like shock white. I don't know if I'd recognize you. Either. No, I I get that, but at that point, why did he dye his hair? Why the emphasis on the hair dye is my thing. Because it seemed like the second you poured that bottle on his head, Endeavor was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Like it's like he had this huge revelation just because the hair color changed, and it, so that was the only thing where I was like, "All right." <laughs> All right. Well, it makes sense because he has the whole bad dad persona thing going on, so I I get it. Like, oh, I don't even remember what my son looked like. Like, that's kind of how I was thinking of it or how I was, like, rationalizing it in my okay, head. That's my next point. I'm waiting for you to get here, but, you know, I'm just going to Go ahead. Yeah, Can go, we ahead stop? go ahead. I can't deal. You know I have to stand up for my boy. Please don't shit. I know he was a bad dad. Yeah, I was about to say he was horrible. What do you mean? He did it to himself. That, he's trying to do Now better. he's trying after he <laughs> burned his son's eyeball out. And but how do you redeem left his what other son in the forest huh? why do we even have the word redemption how are you supposed to redeem if you don't work your way back to redemption i Those mean are the, you must take the steps here's the thing here's the thing you can always take the steps and you can always redeem but there will always be people who are allowed to look at you as always trash because you did the you did the thing that you're trying but to you redeem yourself of that's fine you know who represents that not uh uh the brother i'm forgetting his name right now Shoto? is it not to oh the other brother the good brother yeah not yeah. to that's not to yeah. the oldest brother that doesn't yeah. speak to him yeah he, he isn't the embodiment the embodiment of that hatred no okay yeah. and then everyone else needs to, to act like fuyumi which i think that's her name the daughter and right the daughter yeah. and just make peace let endeavor they could or they could not him. and just let him deal with his the sins of his past forever well i'm just saying that's how you make <laughs> monsters when you don't forgive yeah that's then, how you make monsters then you got to get taken down like the monster you are just like tomura <laughs> so <laughs> i mean I, look i don't have no sympathy endeavor, endeavor has shouldered the he much like atlas he has taken the weight of the world that that all might supported on his pinky finger 
Endeavor is now having to cradle that. But hold up, no, don't do that. Don't do that because that's always what? been what? all. That's always what? been Endeavor's goal was to be number one. He wanted that from All Might. So don't you, be the beggar and that, then be sad that he and then be like not able to handle the pressure. He begged no, for this I'm, opportunity. I will yeah, be nobody, better than All Might. I am gonna yeah, be the number one hero. That's fine. You, you want to be the number one hero, but nobody asked All Might to push the ceiling up into the eternity that is the sky. Okay, All Might created a ceiling about? that no one could. He said, "You're saying he set the bar high." The bar so high, it's black. He blasted it in the space. Okay, so who, and Endeavor is can't fill that gap. That's not his fault. But he's it's trying. his fault if he chases the gap. If you say, I'm if saying, you see bro, the gap I'm and you're saying, like, bro, yo. I'm just saying, bro, if you made the most delicious grilled cheese that you've ever made, right? For yeah. competition, you present, you, this is the most handcrafted sourdough bread, delicious Wisconsin cheddar, <laughs> butter <laughs> at perfect room temperature slathered onto the toast that the perfect timing flipped, not smushed <laughs> yeah. grilled cheese sandwich, right? You make yeah. that sandwich, right? Yeah. And then some homie comes in. With a grilled cheese sandwich with like some tomato and bacon on that shit and just blast it up into the sky and everybody's no, like, no, I no, think no. grilled cheese could be this delicious. You're changing the example. And then your grilled cheese looks like dirt compared to this grilled cheese. No. Is that your fault? Is your grilled cheese now trash? That's no. not All Might and Endeavor though because Endeavor it, saw All Might and what he was already accomplishing and said, I'm going to be better than you. But then Ende does Endeavor have knowledge that... It, that All Might literally has the secret sauce of quirks. No, but he can see it. No, but but, but it's like the it's like Bakugo. Well, A Bakugo actually, no. Hold on, back up, back up, back up, back up. All Might doesn't have the secret sauce of quirks. All Might has the Might quirk. He didn't. He doesn't have the ability to awaken all the other ones like Deku does. No, but isn't the storing of the Might still there? Like, isn't the storing of that basic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Call it. Five percent, twenty percent. Isn't that the base of the quirk? No, it gets stronger. But what I'm saying is, as Endeavor, you can see all these amazing feats that he's accomplishing. You don't need to know the background of the quirk to know that this isn't. This is obviously visually an amazing quirk, and he still said, "Hey, I'm gonna be better than you." So at that point, Endeavor, nobody told you to chase after that greatness. You made that decision on your own. So I can't be, I can't be sympathetic to him not being able to fill his shoes. Nobody else is striving to be the number one hero. Where would we be? Somebody would step up at some you point. You know, all might get like a hole blasted through his chest. Yeah. Where would we be? <laughs> I mean, we'd be doing. Sorry, I've been giving this man his respect, and I think he's got the hardest shoes to fill. And now he's got some psychotic child trying to set the world on fire and blaming him for it. I'm also not saying he's that. a bad hero. I think he's a good hero. Bad father, though. Very bad father. I'm and, just saying as a person, as a yeah. whole entity, all those things en encapsulated. Can we give my boy a break? Because I saw his soul break this episode. It did break. And I just need everybody to just step back, all right? Give him a hey. break. He should have stepped back when Shoto's mom had the hot boiling pot of water in her hands. That's did what you he hear what he said, though? He was like... All that, and the only things that came out of Endeavor's mouth, he said, we, he was like, I searched for you. And okay. then I also, when I also noticed, did you notice, he was like, we found your jawbone. Yeah, I did hear that. I was like, Jesus Christ. It had to be a bad fire. So part of me is like, 
okay was that his jawbone or was that somebody else's jawbone because then i'm like now you know i'm feeding back into my plot that somebody else's body is stapled because <laughs> <laughs> they're like we couldn't find anything we looked for you yeah. that kind of stuff so like part of me is like i want to see if we flash back into that moment i think what's happening but like, I think we will. Like, I could totally see Endeavor like being in that fire looking for him. And I can see that. I thought it was incredibly sad that, that it's like his child. He's like looking at this child. Like, this child can surpass me in, in ability. This child is incredibly powerful, but he has no heat resistance. I yeah. thought that was terribly sad. That is sad. And but you know what I think is going to end up happening? I think because they kept harping on like yo toya you were the chosen one you were the one that was going to surpass me you were the one you were the one i think he probably took his son out into that forest he pushed him extremely hard with his fire powers they went out of control the forest caught on fire toya caught on fire whatever the remnants of the fire disappeared the villains probably scooped him up scooped his remains up that's why endeavor couldn't find them but I think I say all that to say I think it it probably ends up boiling down to Endeavor being a dirtbag and treating his son like a tool because that's what he was doing, and then after he got caught on fire, then he wanted to feel bad. So in those flashbacks, Toya didn't look upset ever, at least not as a little kid. He didn't look upset. Like maybe Shoto not. was miserable as a little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always looked in his flashbacks toya didn't look upset i agree toya strikes me as like the eager kid he's where he like really wants to let these powers loose yeah and then that it we we even kind of saw him burn himself a couple of times i think in the flashback he had like burn marks on his arm and i and i think there's something to be said now now you can't just chop this you could chuck this all up to like okay endeavor just wanted to keep trying until he had the perfect being child or whatever yeah but think there's something to be said that um uh shoto's mom their mom was like siblings can support each other and endeavor yeah. also believed that i agree too. i agree so i don't know i think there's there's parts of it where i'm just like i think well i think it's intentional obviously the show is being this hard on this character yeah I take it but at the same time i'm like there's something to be said it, he's still a person like he wouldn't yeah. be able to be the character we know him as now if like there wasn't some change from all this darkness that we hear about because i'm like i I feel like you're hearing about all this darkness and you just go he's bad and i'm like but he's he's not no 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 he just singular vision of power and he's too far and he at some point did realize that was wrong don't get me wrong that's all i like he's he's trying to fix it yeah don't get me wrong (laughs) i don't think he's evil but I do think he's a bad father. <laughs> like I, and I don't think being a bad father makes you evil or makes you a villain. I don't think he's a villain. I still think he's a hero. I just think he he made mistakes. Yes, maybe there were mistakes, but they were adult mistakes. Like he, it's not like how I look at Tomorrow, where he was a tiny little abused child who accidentally murdered people unintentionally. I think I'm a bit jaded on what a good father means. Say that again said i think i'm a bit jaded on what a good father means and i only say that because i'm like some people would say a good father is a father who supports you and pays for everything and takes care of the family other people would say that a good father is a father who's there for you emotionally and supports you like a stay-at-home dad he's not supporting you financially right but he's there for everything else yeah so i have my own definition i have a personal definition for that yeah to clarify your for me that's not what encapsulates the the like what makes a good dad and yeah. To me, it's like 
I, it seems like he was a good dad to Toya, and he was a terrible dad to, to every child. But to me, <laughs> to me, like even if in the flashbacks we saw if Toya was happy around him, I think mm-hmm. it still says a lot if you as the father have ulterior motives. Like if, like if you're a dad looking at your son like a tool and like a, or or he's like a failed like oh dang he's not the one I wanted this time. Like to me, it doesn't matter if you're there, if you're supporting finally that thought, just having that thought makes you bad to me. That's just me. Cause like, even if Shoto got treated worse than Toya, he still wasn't really looking at Toya like. Cause here's the thing, like, cause this is why this whole conversation like boggles me, right? Because yeah. To expand this discussion further, when in the mind in the mind battle that was happening, when De- when all of the generations of One for All were talking about Deku, and they were like, "We believe in this boy. We we were backing this boy because of the way he selfishly selfishly fights for others." Yeah. Right. Wait, and selflessly? You talking about Deku? Yeah, selflessly. Right? Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Selflessly fights for others, and like you know, he thinks of others before he thinks of himself, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. In the eyes of a child like Tamora, looking at his grandmother, that can be seen as like the most selfish thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. In the, so somebody who's like could be seen by the eyes of others as fighting for good. I'm like, it's the same reason I would never marry someone who who wants to fight in the military. I don't want to yeah. lose you because you want to save fifty other people. Yeah, and maybe that's I selfish that. of me. But to me, I'm like, it, you caring about the people you care about is what makes you a good person, not yeah. just doing what you think is good for the sense of good especially completely if it's agree. hurting yeah completely so, agree in one aspect you could argue that endeavor pushing to make pushing to create a family create his family or him being part of what would be the strongest hero trying to like to me it's still all in the you could argue it's still all in the vein of protecting right protecting humanity or protecting whatever they're fighting for being mm-hmm. a hero being yeah. the best at being a hero. i think see you're looking at as protect see i think I'm that's where a, the difference no, is I'm trying to be objective no i agree i'm trying to say if he's if he's trying to be the best at being a hero and if that's quote unquote still a good thing if being a good hero is the best thing he is in a way fighting for the best thing and he's yeah. doing it in a bad yes <laughs> bad way yes and that's the thing i think ultimately the outcome of his everything that he's done in his life is net good right like it's net good for the world there's more heroes in the world shoto's powerful whatever whatever but from a personal level i think the only thing endeavor's been protecting up until now was pride and you know what they say about pride <laughs> so i think that's why i look at it and i i'm looking at it where i was, i'm thinking like it doesn't matter what the outcome is because his intention it wasn't always the outcome yeah the outcome was good but on a personal human level his intentions were not good so to that's me where, that makes a bad that makes that means bad even if the outcome is good i'll say this is the last thing i'm gonna say but that's where i have to laugh because i'm like there's some point like when people get in like debates about things or they say someone should have realized this or someone should have realized that Mm. there's a point where you 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 do have to if you're going to argue about it you know in in that 
sense you do have to acknowledge like that person's intelligence level right or that person's awareness of the situation that they're in and making decisions in and i say that to say that it would be one thing if endeavor was trying to be what he is right if he was putting on some type of face or a facade or there was some sort of secret struggle going on right where he's like has this dark side that's like oh i gotta i gotta do this it's it's i gotta be the number one because of blah 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 like i get the sense that there's less of that and more of that is just who he believes he is and i only say that because it's like when i when i heard that statement back with uh ayazawa where -hmm. he was like oh you could be my you'd be my sidekick yeah and it's like (laughs) i don't even see you as a peer yeah you can help me if you he's extremely prideful but that, he's a to hero me, that's of not, ego. To me, that's not necessarily pride. Sometimes there's just a level of like instilled arrogance. That is that is not like, ego? It, ego. No, it's not. Not ego to me is acquired. Whereas like this is like in, it's built in. It comes purchased. You don't have to install it. See, I think that's ego. The re- and the because reason. Okay. See, this is met people in real life like i know people right now where i will argue with them about something and then as soon as it clicks in my mind that they're not even aware of how they are in this argument i it immediately like the argument disappears because i'm like oh it's not even a concept for them to think otherwise yeah 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 yeah. i know what you mean by that concept like it's to me it's like it's not even a concept for endeavor to be second when he was second to all might yes only because all might was like so far up into yes. the stratosphere of greatness you're saying that what no i'm saying yes okay that's all i'm trying to say is that but to me that's not pride to me that's like he has no intelligence he has yeah. no intelligence of like objectiveness he's, yeah I he get is you. him and nothing else i get to me you. that's more narcissistic yeah to and me, maybe yeah. that is ego yeah but yeah yeah, to, yeah. We're saying the same thing now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's just installed. <laughs> like, I rap built in. That's the only thing I think we differ on is I'm wrapping narcissism, ego, and pride all up in the same ball of like, like when they say pride is the devil, this is I'm wrapping all of that, all of those three things inside of that one compartment. Yeah. And to me, I guess to me, pride is a facade, whereas yes. like, we're, but we're both thinking of it as but this is just him like to me yeah. that's there's no facade with endeavor is what yeah, i'm yeah. saying it's like, not i don't think it's a facade no i don't think he it's a facade. just believes that is the truth <laughs> i do though think that there is not a facade maybe the right word but there is a bit of like especially now he has this kind of shame in his head but he still has to put on this tough front of like i I can't be a vulnerable, I can't be vulnerable and be the hero that everybody depends on, or I can't l- ever look weak and be the hero every, or I can't let on that I have these issues. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that is a thought. You don't, I don't you even still think don't that, think he thinks that. I don't that. even think that occurs. Okay. I think it's just, this is who I, I am that confident. Okay. There is no, I don't want them to see me weak. There is, I, he's just going, I'm not this weak. Period. Yeah. Like, so, it, it, it you know what I'm saying? Like it's I get the way what you're like, in yeah, the yeah, most yeah. recent fight where he's like, I'm the one that's supposed to be fighting. Yeah. Right? Where he's like, I'm the one that's supposed to be fighting Giganto or whoever. Yeah. If it was Tomura at the moment or Giganto Magia. It's like he So that's what I'm saying. It's not I need to be seen fighting him or 
it's like he just is he is the number one hero like yeah. that might you know what i'm saying like yeah, when yeah, yeah. it's harder to blame from the outside but it's like when when you you there is no like step of i must do this because it's just i am yeah it's how naruto <laughs> you could naruto all there was never a moment where i didn't believe naruto believed that he was going to be the hokage there's never a moment where i didn't believe that luffy really believes that he's going to be the king of the pirates like yeah that's their belief but that makes me want to ask you what do you make of all of the times where he thinks back on conversations with all might and where he has those mental comparisons with himself and all might would it would it, how do you make what do you make of those i think it's all might is a different kind of hero but do you all think might, he's comparing himself no no i okay. think he's trying i think he endeavor knows that he's not all might right right but he's he's like i think he's trying to figure out how did all might find his path his how can i become my own all might right in that yeah. like yeah how did how did he find his way to being that level of hero yeah and to me it's like <laughs> i always feel like all might, and that's why i feel like all might's always kind of like sweat mark rubbing the back of his head like because <laughs> he's like he doesn't feel that way at all yeah he's like i'm just doing what i feel like i'm supposed to do yeah whereas yeah like endeavor is just like seeing he, he is what he is but he's also looking at all might he's seeing what he should be yeah right yeah so there's a little bit of that too where he's like i am the best but people seem to also really like that so yeah. maybe i need to also be like that too you know I, what i mean yeah no i get you and so i like, think that's his only moment of outside of like his family just throwing shit in his face yeah i think all my is his only other source of reflection no i get you 100 percent because he's the only one other one that's ever really been in the same shoes yeah um or he's the only one of that ilk in this yeah. current generation or whatever yeah um know what happened but just a just a slight aside it was you said something interesting and this is one of the things like i love about this show is because it like it, it makes me feel the things that they talk about the normal people in the world feeling when they look at the heroes like they had the conversation between all might and endeavor and all might said something like i'm the guy who smiles and instills hope through the smile to everybody you don't have to be that guy and i was just thinking like yeah when i see all the big all might grin i i feel hope like i feel the same hope that the normal the normal npcs in the show feel and i think for endeavor what that is, has become for me is when i see like a large explosion of flames mm -hmm. that to me is his version of all might smile is i just so yeah that'll be bakugo too when thing, he gets older i think the thing that you're saying about yeah it's like all might's route to his power was yeah. like that simple thing right yeah. like my smile will be the thing that brings, brings everyone hope. peace right? yeah whereas i think for endeavor that all that was was power yes if i yeah. can be so I strongest i can settle everything I agree. and then so yeah his way to that was like half hot half cold yeah and but yeah i think um what happened was is that he saw that that path wasn't safe for everybody yeah it's very destructive <laughs> but no that's honestly though when i see like when i when i have the endeavor hype moments and i see him he's coming in to save the day i imagine myself as like a pedestrian in the world and like i imagine just looking up in the sky and i just see a bunch of fireworks and i'm like oh endeavor's here we're all good like that would be my symbol that like we're good is when i just start seeing flame explosions like, that's in the air. <laughs> that's 
why I always like immediately come to his defense because I think of Baby Hawks holding his little plushie yeah. of Endeavor. That's what he was thinking. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. wasn't like you know what I'm saying. Like that's who his hero. He was thinking that the way that Deku thought that about All Might and blah blah blah. Yeah, and I want to be clear. I'm being hard on Endeavor mostly for content, but I do really like him as a character, and I think he's he highlights perfectly why I love the show is because they can make these characters that can be seen in so many different ways and like we can argue about them and they're deep enough to actually be argued about like it's not just so obvious and surface level Um, well that's why i was like part of me is like stop sidelining shoto so that you can then yank him in as like a family drama bit piece yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'm like legit power but you guys only yank him in when you want to like make endeavor cry or something. yeah when it's about the family or when it's about yeah it's like all they're both them. just sitting there like yeah. <laughs> while dobby is like hello yeah. family no it, it hit me when shoto was like dad we have to move and he's just like yeah. son i i i i i like he's just he's like, like stuck later he's like move dad dad yeah. please no that hit me that hit me for sure yeah, no, man. Endeavor's face was getting me the whole time. Yeah. Just, he's just like stuck. He's stuck, literally. That, and that's what I said. The whole, the only thing he was thinking was like, I searched for you. Yeah. There was nothing left. Like we looked for you. Like yeah. I tried everything in my power to. Like this is the worst possible scenario ever. Like yeah, it's so bad I didn't happened? even imagine it as a possibility. And like part of me wonders, like, did Shoto meet this guy at all? Did these two children ever cross paths? Yeah, they actually didn't haven't shown any flashbacks him, like with the sister the sister is the second oldest yeah and now we know the and uh natsu is the third so it's like i think toya's death was probably when shoto was probably a baby like a little baby to where he wouldn't remember like that's kind of what i the the vibe i get from their interaction because toya seems like he recognized shoto even back in the forest when they first talked but oh. shoto never recognized toya I think he would recognize Shoto just from sheer, from Endeavor. Endeavor was already yeah. a public hero. Figure, so yeah. Shoto was probably, you know, they're probably, it's probably like, you know, like modern pop culture where it's like his son is in hero school now. Yeah. So like Dobby's probably been hearing about him oh, since yeah. the tournament. Especially since he's been popping off. Yeah. For sure. Man. Yeah, my ba- Bakugo's alive, you guys. He's not dead. Yeah, yeah. Bakugo's not dying. He's still ready to fight. Bakugo's um, not dying. So yeah, and oh, your argument about uh, acknowledging that he wants to defeat this guy with the stupid level powers. Uh, Bakugo Wait, knows about Deku's secret. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's straight up like, I still need to be better. Than so that proves my <laughs> point. So in a fantasy world, if we ever get adult Bakugo and Deku, like full on adult, and you come to me saying, yo, I feel bad for Bakugo because he has big shoes to fill no he chose that he picked out those shoes specifically what do you mean like if deku dies and then bakugo has to be the number one hero yeah i'm just saying in a fantasy like alternate future whatever they're let's say they're adults yeah but 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 i'm saying it is happening yeah i'm agreeing with you and i'm saying it is explicitly happened because we know bakugo knows about deku's power all of them for sure for sure absolutely I agree with you, yeah. but yeah, it's like he, but he is that asshole. He's even more of an asshole. Absolutely, than Miller, yeah. I think. absolutely. But, but personality-wise, I don't think Bakugo would ever breed a child because he would not. Yeah. Even his ego won't allow even something 
from him to be better than him. I that's what think. I was about to say. Yeah, that's what I exactly where I was about to go with that. That's funny. But yeah, what a great show. Oh man! So what yeah, the, talk show. about six, six seasons of build up. Um, My goodness! So we can finally figure out that yes, Dobby is re- Dobby the fire guy is related to the other fire guy. And, and what's the his other face? two fire- <laughs> Oh my god, who said no. this? Shoto. No. Did you catch um Dobby saying that? Saying what? Which part? He was like, Did you not did you yes. never notice me? That, that, that's what I was about parts. to say. He was like, he was like, bruh, there's not that many fire quirks. How'd you not put it together? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yes, that's what I've been saying. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. There's like three Sorry. fire quirks in the whole show. <laughs> you hated that. But nah, it's funny. But yeah, now we got another ice person. I can't assume that they're related to Shoto's mom. Like we have Getin. Getin. Yeah, I I do think there's got to be something. Like remember I said that I was like, why is there randomly just another not related ice person? <laughs> like, because <laughs> I don't feel like they're related. Like there's nothing that. Oh, I don't either. Yeah, so. but maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe they're cut. Like I don't know. Maybe she had an affair and she's also bad. Maybe she's a bad mom and had an affair. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I but yeah, so Getting. yeah, maybe she comes from some type of ice dynasty that yeah. we just don't know about. Maybe he's a cousin. Out. They haven't. Been, that's the one thing I I miss. Like we haven't been out in the wider world since like the other two schools we saw. Forever, I yeah. wish sometimes we go out a little bit. Because it does seem like they're kind of establishing soft lore that quirks are genetic. Kind of. Our other country. Yeah. They talk about there being other so yeah what's america doing with their quirks i'm surprised they're not starting just, wars with everybody that's what i'm saying <laughs> like so i'm excited about next week. super excited um, i think they set it up good uh, now we get to see the fallout of this major announcement um and yeah chainsaw man same thing like another yeah. fallout episode after uh, climax so Unfortunately, Chainsaw is about to end, but I'm so hyped My Hero has like 12 episodes left still, or like 10 at the least. Oh, I just want to ask, have you finished JoJo? I'm close. I'm really close. I'm going to be finished by next time. I, well, it doesn't really matter if I finish or not, but okay. And yeah, then I'm close. I just want to mention, and I'll probably talk about this more next week since we're way over this time, um, but there's a show that, there's always a sleeper anime that I'm like, you know, it's always surprises me that I'm gonna like something by the end of the season that I just had no idea what I would was even it? like. Um, this one is the the Eminence and Shadow. Oh yeah, so that's on my watch list. It's actually it's like one, right? it's really funny. Really, it's like it's kind of ninja, but it's kind of like Batmany. Okay, vigilante. Because it's like it's really hard to explain, but it's like this guy is like. He moonlights. He kind of like moonlights as like a like a hero, like a Batman style guy. And he like mm-hmm. he tries to be like ultra normal in his yeah. daily life so yeah. that he can not be suspected when he's like beating people up at Cape night. Crusading, right? yeah, yeah. And then of course, so it's an isekai. He gets isekai, um, and it, it happens very swiftly. Mm. but um he gets isekai and then he's doing the same thing in his isekai life right mm. but he's born like he's born like the the second son of some lord or some stuff <laughs> and his sister is like a uh like being trained as a knight and she's on the surface she's a way better swordsman than him and he mm. he's tra- 
his whole thing is about being super mediocre and he's like i need to be the best npc ever so nobody (laughs) notices me he's like he'll avoid plot lines because he's like i'm not doing that he's like that's main character shit i'm not that's funny (laughs) then night when it's like time for him to do he has like he has like this i'll call it a harem because i don't know what else to call it but it's not really a harem he has like a, a cluster of like women and elves and beast girls that all like do his bidding Mm. (laughs) and they all like come in and out and like report to him and and stuff yeah but like for him it's kind of a game so at some point they they outgrow him and they're like all right we're gonna take this organization like for real for real Mm. and he's like oh i I can't do that like i can't i can only do this at night like i can't (laughs) do this in the daytime (laughs) and they're like all right well we we gotta go that happens like the second episode and he's like oh shit well i guess i gotta start over again like it's That's funny it's so random and then like they'll have like it's like overly complex like scenarios of like the his his girl soldiers are like ca- like fighting this dude and then they they like capture him and they're like they make him fall down this trap door and they're like don't worry he can't escape our master's down there and then they cut to the main character and he's like i'm lost I don't know where I am. He's like, <laughs> he's just wandering around in the yeah. dungeon. Oh my god. It's like he's never gonna fight. Yeah. It's like they're playing yeah, on vigilante tropes and like RPG tropes. Yeah, like and then it's like tropes. he's also but by trying to be mediocre all the time, he's constantly getting achieving into, stuff. Like, main character shit. Yeah, yeah. of course. So it's, yeah. it's actually really like sometimes really deadpan. And yeah. I, I would almost say it's it's as funny as Konosuba or more funny than Konosuba. I still gotta watch Konosuba um, too because I hear a lot of good stuff about that one. Yeah, well, I I think you would like this more. It's okay. Pretty funny. Yeah, I'm gonna oh. check it out for sure. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about JoJo next time. Yeah, for sure. But crazy right. stand powers. Whole episode. Tiz, do you have anything else? No, nah, no, nah, that was a that was a hefty one. Guys, we gotta go. I'm gonna die. Don't forget to email us all those things we missed this year. And don't forget, there's a hype train. What, what was the other thing we were not supposed to forget? <laughs> was there something already. we weren't supposed to forget? There was something else we weren't supposed well, to forget. Well, I wrote the game down for your week for next week. Oh, no, you did that. Oh, you guys are supposed to tell us about uh, anime reveals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Email yeah. us. What are the best reveals in you know, anime? Email us. Tell us about whatever. It doesn't really matter. Sibling yeah. rivalry clash gmail.com madoka's up there yeah madoka's hard up there that reveal is crazy but it's even though when you know the reveal it's still good yeah that's because i'm like i went into it knowing the reveal and it was still good and it still worked yeah but um you can tweet at us at sr clash sorry score pod i'm still thinking of more (laughs) go ahead um uh what's the why am i forgetting the name now what's the show with the kids that they were trapped inside of the daycare and then there were monsters feeding oh, on them outside. Yes, when it, that was a pretty crazy reveal. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy reveal in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Not wrong, not wrong. Um so yeah, don't forget guys, wherever you listen, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Castbox, or other apps we may not know about yet, you can rate us on iTunes. Uh <laughs> I just read the agenda for no reason. But don't oh. forget to rate us. Obito. Don't forget to write on the bathroom wall. At what? What? Sorry, I'm just throwing out bad, good reveals. You can keep going. Oh, Don't mind me. Obito. You gotta get deep on that. You one. gotta get That's deep, yeah. <laughs> one piece That's when like it ever happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, guys. Uh, we'll be here. Um, I got like a million retro games to play now, and um, Darth I'm Vader. Try and 
force Tiz to play uh, a point and click adventure. Oh yeah. What will you be doing? I actually now that I'm Are on you break. Gonna stop Pokemon for three seconds? Yes, I am. I'm okay. gonna play Miles Morales. I'm starting backlog games. I'm playing Miles Morales. Depending on time of my break and stuff, I might play God of War. I might get to God of War. Probably not before next episode though, but I don't know, we'll see. Um but yeah, that's the main thing. I'm starting Spider Man. I'm gonna try and get through that. Miles Morales. Alright. I already forgot what I told you to look up after this. But guys, we will see the point and click game? No. Oh. Next week. <laughs> it was something I told you to listen to. Oh, this yeah, yeah, yeah. The um live orchestra music from Snake Eater. Snake Eater. Look guys, leave it if I if I had it on the soundboard, I would play us out with Snake Eater right now. But I don't. But I'd sing it if I knew more of the words. <laughs> but we'll see you next week. Peace out. Still in a dream. Snake eater. <laughs>